to classified data. Welcome to the full force. The team Warrant Officer Flint is about to assemble is no ordinary group of people. They are drawn from the world's best military sources, experts in their chosen fields. Combined, they form the most able set of specialists ever assembled. Their name... And now, you shall feel my wrath. Oh, I could get a real kick out of that. What the bloody fool blazes is going on? And now, you shall feel my wrath. Oh, I could get a real kick out of that. What the bloody fool blazes is going on? Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of The Full Force. It wouldn't be a show without my wonderful co-hosts, Eddie Shock Value Inman and Dave the Ultimate Troll Tree. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, thanks. <laughs> I'm, I'm really pleased with the shock value. Well, yeah, that, that's minimal hit on you. Um, on this edition of the world's leading 30-year defunct and buried toy property specialised annoying collector-hating Grundlecast, we have a roundup of a crap ton of news, courtesy of Justin Bell at Generals Joe's. Gary Godso from What's on Joe Mind comes on to talk JoeCon and the upcoming rollout roll call convention in London. Dave and I discuss some of the best moments we had at JoeCon, and we finish the show with another epic shout-out finale. Full force. As always, you can keep up with the show after listening by following on Twitter at The Full Force, liking the Facebook page, facebook.com slash The Full Force, and if you would like to contact the show, you can write to us via email on thefullforce at allthecoolstuff.co.uk with feedback, questions, or to ask, if Boss Fight Studio are so good, then why haven't we made Full Force action figures yet? I should probably say, why haven't they made Full Force action figures yet? <laughs> you can view content regarding the show on www.thefullforce.com. So, boys, how are we? Let's start with Eddie, because obviously there's going to be a lot of talk here from me and Dave, I think. So, Eddie, how are you? Tell us what you've been up to, buddy, in the last couple of uh, weeks. Um, well, hello, hello, everybody at home. Hi. Hi, yeah. Hi. Hello, um, Eddie. Hi, hi, Dave. <laughs> missed hi. you. I, I've missed you, um, David. Uh, I've also missed you, Christopher. Oh. I, have, I have seen many photographs of your enjoyment uh, spread across the internet like... <laughs> <laughs> Beep. Uh, stick sticking everywhere Beep. and getting getting all over my mouth uh, in my eyes and burning me Beep. um it's been very exciting what app do you have because that sounds hideous it's a uh, sex map Beep. <laughs> custard cream egg app that's why we call him shock value no uh no in in fairness um i have been i've been working sweet i've been working very uh, well, I've been working. I, I would say hard. Say it. Hard. Thank you. Uh, but <laughs> uh, that's not really been the case. I've been at work. It's just, uh, you know, I've, I've had to sacrifice many things. It's just the level of effort you've been putting forth while at work. Yeah, has been lacking. I'm um, sure you've been working hard. You're very no, modest in the work scenario. No, not really. I really <laughs> haven't. Um, I've been, I've been, my mind has been wandering. I have been on another planet quite literally uh whilst everybody else has been running around and i've been drinking coffee staring idly at the same screen on my computer <laughs> for hours and hours at a time uh wondering what the f i'm doing now <laughs> and why is my life descended into this chaos uh yes so all are, bonus are you then. having a breakdown 
Yes, I've 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 just got, I'm currently sat in my own urine. Oh, nice. Um, oh, join I've, the club. Yeah. I, to be honest, <laughs> I'm stand. The only reason I'm not is because I'm standing up, Eddie. So I'm just standing in my own. So. Uh, Dave's Dave's is actually age related. <laughs> Yeah, and stress. It's been the same stuff for like the last few weeks. <laughs> oh, well, that's so neglected. Kind of sucks that you're in that mindset, buddy. Um, but you did win. You did win an eBay auction, didn't you? Well, which we'll save for what we got in, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, which probably be a good idea. Yeah, sweezels. Yeah, sex sweezels. No, no, in all honesty, I, I jest. I, I've been working hard. Um, uh, yeah, that's probably a, about it. That sums up um, the last few weeks. I'm, I'm sad that we don't have... Well, actually, I'm, I'm not sad because, obviously, for you, this is a good thing, but I'm sad we don't have an Eddie's funny story in this intro. Like, in the time we've been away, you've, like, accidentally bought 700 things because you couldn't, like, you know, work it out or something. That would have been... The, the thing is... All it, at your expense, Eddie. Of course. Yeah. Well, the thing is, it's become so normal now. You don't um, know what's yeah. So I don't know what's real and what isn't. I don't know what's funny and what isn't because you know I, I go to buy a newspaper, I come back and I've bought a Ford Fiesta. You know? What the? F it's it's just this crazy. And I, I've got no idea what's going on. Oh, you know. Life in the just Matrix back. by Eddie Inman. Yeah. yeah. Eddie Neo Inman. Yeah. I'm like the retarded Neo. I'm like Neo if he was in a wheelchair. Emo. O N. Yeah, yeah. Eon. <laughs> my, my matron, my, my Eddie hand, Eon. That works. My, my matrix handle would be Hawking. <laughs> We're never going to get Stephen Hawking on this show, are we? He's like I'm, so off at the amount of name drops he gets in a bad way. Why not? Why not? Why can't you talk to him? Yeah, bro. Why? <laughs> why do you talk like this why um i won't add that that's really harsh um awesome what about you david oh, so hang on a second so chris gets to edit out anything <laughs> that is implicated no you excuse me you know that's us. staying in you know that'll stay in and it's just yeah, me saying at the end i'll edit that out that adds another level of ridiculousness to this show well, the, the the thing about it is, is that um, all my stuff gets out anyway. It starts That's off. True. So, how was your? And now we're moving on to the news. <laughs> it's like that. Now on to the news. <laughs> how are you, Eddie? Well, this is Justin Bell of General Joe's. That's how it goes. That's, it's pretty much. That's pretty how much I edit. Yeah. It's um. To be honest, Eddie, if if I didn't do that, then I think Hasbro would sue us for everything you ever said. <laughs> 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 and I guarantee Daryl De Priest is listening to this now. Uh, he's not no <laughs> i don't know actually because he he threatened to me that he did actually listen to this show so i'm now, now i'm really worried about everything that we ever do or say uh so hasbro are great and i love the product moving on um dave how <laughs> how are you buddy how was um your fan or how's your last week been well, tell me all about it apart from not in details because of obvious things well we're gonna um talk about uh, Joe Con in a bit when uh, Gary joins us, but uh, outside of that, it's just literally been full pelt for rollout roll call. As of the point of recording, we're just less than two weeks to the actual event, and everything it feels like is is all focused around that in in various forms. Uh, I went up to the the venue yesterday with Wayne, and we had like a walk through just to. Um... Is it, is that the um, YouTube video that you posted? <laughs> I, I did. I did. I did watch 
and I masturbated wildly over it. <laughs> oh, good. Well, <laughs> the bit where Wayne, where Wayne was sat on the throne. I th- that was I so funny. I, oh, genuinely, I, I, genuinely, right? So yeah. the idea was originally just to come in and just give an I- people an idea of where to go to do the registration. And I just ran outside because it was one of those things that, well, do I start here? Do I start? And then you're just thinking, no, you need to make this as, as simple and as straightforward as possible. Let's just literally start from the roadside. And then I sort of ran in. I had no idea coming up the stairs because I left him in the atrium, that he was then sat on that thing, and he looked like a little child, like sort of humpty dumpty on like this thing. So as I'm coming up, I honestly didn't expect to see him there, so I started like laughing. Well, but then after after he, that, he, he, he then looked- said, "Oh, we might as well carry on, like showing around all the rest of the room." So that's that's when it went from something that I was like holding, just to, like demonstrate to him actually sort of following around, and it was very sort of raw because they were setting up for another event that was going on it was like some conference thing uh, but they were cool enough to allow us to measure up and go into areas as long as it didn't like clash with anything um but uh yeah it, it was it was very quick dirty and raw just how i like it sort of video but just 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 to give people a bit of an idea but um yeah that was quite funny because i wasn't expecting to see him sat on that thing lols but he kind of he kind of looks like because wayne as as young as Wayne is, he looks like <laughs> he looks about a hundred and six. He looks like he looks like Yoda's testicles. <laughs> He's f-ing ancient, but in a young man's body, yeah. but without hair. He's just a weird genetic mix. His, his lower half is about twelve. His head is about hundred and six. It's weird. What happened? Is he a failed army experiment? I think he must be. Man, he must be. Is it, was he created off it the test tube? No, I think it, you know we send army experiments. Maybe like the spring soldier or something like that. <laughs> the autumn soldier. Yeah, the yeah. happy shopper soldier. <laughs> something along those lines, maybe. But uh, no, everything has just been all around roll up, roll call at the moment. Like getting everything tied up as we're sort of like counting down the last few days like, like all the guests tying them up yeah, them tying them up making sure they're not going anywhere uh and, and the exclusives the venue uh and various different bits and pieces uh the, the schedule as well like getting that all firmed up and like the panel presentations and the uh the community side of things so it's, it's literally everything's been focused around that so it's been pretty crazy. Cool, it's been man. Crazy. How about yourself, Chris? Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, it's mainly been joke on the last couple of weeks, obviously, but um, I'm just so busy. As soon as I got back, it's, you know, like having to think about doing the podcast was, I had to push it back a bit because I had so many videos to edit and all of this kind of stuff. Like we're doing Celebration as well, Celebration Europe, or should I say Celebration uh, Britain? I don't know now. I, what what I, do we call I, it? I, I, um, oh god, yeah, yeah. yeah have you done another? Have you done? Have you done another one of the ID Toys ones? Um, we recorded today, and so I'm, I'm going to have to do that tomorrow. Um, that, edit all together. That first one was so funny. <laughs> Did you like it? But I, I, Nick, I was talking to Nick, and he was like saying there was like um, there's like an Easter egg in there referring to me. There's a few. I went, yeah. I went. I went back to. It's like you can't see it. It's even on like high <laughs> definition. It was. He was like saying, "Have you seen this video, Eddie?" <laughs> no. <laughs> All right. So effectively, it's it's a plug for ID Toys and Boys and Games um, at Celebration Europe. At Celebration Europe, but like Chris has kind of 
introducing it all and it's all done very tongue-in-cheek um, shall we say yeah, tongue-in-cheek and talking about like hi we'll we'll service all your needs and get you all the things you like but it's at various points all around the the sh- store in the dixon shopping arcade in in uh, norwich and like it's almost like that kind of beastie boy sabotage thing where like <laughs> yeah it's very Chris DIY. Comes in and spits out his milkshake or whatever it is but i i was unaware of this but nick was like saying they they stuck up like little post-it notes with like messages and at one point chris is on the computer <laughs> and it says on the post-it note allow four hours to talk to dave Dream or something <laughs> 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 it's like you turd. So I went back to we like did. look, and you just can't you can't see it. It's 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 not close enough to actually make. I can see the post-it notes dotted around where Chris is like on the computer. But, There's another uh, one in this video, Dave. So keep your eyes peeled. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, so shit. I was there today with with Nick and Mass. We've added Mass to this one, so there's going to be oh, some quite no. some funny little quick cuts. Um, also, Paul Jones makes an appearance. And falls over, but we'll... is, Mass, is Mass just on his phone the whole time? No, no. But I tell you what, this it, it's yeah, it's it's delightful. Oh, I um yeah, so we've got that to kind of work work at. But like, no, it's been crazy. Like Justin sends me stuff all the time, so I have to do his work for him. <laughs> so I'm just kidding, Justin. Um, and then obviously doing the videos for Rollout Roll Call, which are really you know I really enjoy doing them, but it's just it's just so time consuming the whole process. So. That's just, that's been kind of what I've been doing a lot of. So that's pretty much it. That's all she wrote for the uh, for the intro. Murder. Uh, let's move into the news. Uh, Justin Mur- Bell. Murder <laughs> Justin Bell will uh, smash us into the news um, with all of the amazing things that have been happening since last episode, including. <laughs> I don't even have to say anything, like because Justin's going to say it. Amazing. Las Vegas Licensing Expo. Las Vegas hosted the 2016 Licensing Expo recently and had a strong Hasbro feel to it. The cinematic universe was pushed hard yet again with examples of old and new product displays for their properties including G.I. Joe, Visionaries, Micronauts, ROM, and Mask. This doesn't seem to be going away anytime soon, so stay tuned for more info as it comes to us on General Joe's and the Full Force Facebook page. I can't believe I was out in Vegas for so long and then this happens and it's like I, what? After you left, yeah. Exactly. It's like oh, wow. freaking hell. So anyway, there it is, my notes. All right. <laughs> so Vegas hosted this 2016 licensing expo, and it had a really strong cinematic universe presence. Again, every time we do an episode now, Dave, this pops up, and it's getting more and more <laughs> solid. It's getting more and more like traction. I f- I think personally. Chris. I, I, f- I find the more we we sort of go on about this, and, and the bigger it you know it, the bigger it gets, and the more real it's becoming with every record, that Dave's comments seem further and further away. <laughs> yes, because so let's you know, keep flogging that dead horse. Let's keep doing this until the film comes out next episode. That, I'm that telling dead, you, that, that dead Funko horse is going to be on a railway line, isn't it? Funko the movie. Yeah, <laughs> starring Tom Cruise. <laughs> Oh, that's brilliant! That's genius. Yeah. That is genius. Anyway, yeah. So, what this is um, like? So, kind of a weird thing, Dave. What did you make of this licensing expo? Well, <laughs> it's not going to happen. It's not real. Oh, sorry, Dave. The, 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 there's a couple of things to uh, consider. So, if if we cast our mind back to uh, BASDC32. 
It was even before that that we had the um, the kind of poo-pooing of the Hasbro cinematic universe, wasn't it? Oh, God, yeah. No, I mean... From uh, all of us, not just you. I think originally I was poo-pooing it back. I mean, yeah, that was... Poo-poo-poo. It was like... Um, poo-pooing, poo-pooing. Back in the old autumn, wasn't it? Yeah. The thing is... And <laughs> choose your words carefully, Dave, because very soon we could be working for Hasbro Cinematic Universe the way you've been going. Well, I I got to be honest, I agree with Dave. It's never going to happen. <laughs> Me too. This is never going to get off the ground. Not a chance. Welcome never. to episode four. <laughs> the Hasbro Cinematic Universe has launched. <laughs> we've only, we've only seen IDW get involved yeah. thus far. Um, and it makes sense for, for within the realms of what they do, where yeah. they have multiple different titles. It helps cross sell and cross promote and bring new audience to something that's existing, or in some cases, brings an audience to something that's brand new. So, in the case of what we've been talking about over the last couple of months with like Action Man and ROM, they don't have an existing readership base. Right. So, you've got all that crossover there. Not really seen anything else just as of yet. Yeah. So it's still in its infancy. Yeah. Um, uh, but and and I, what, what I'm saying still applies at this point. Yeah. Because, you know, we're only really seeing. And, and IDW have done like loads of other crossovers with those brands in other ways. And we had back in 2010, 2011, the Unity thing. Yeah. As well. That's come up a few times in, in discussions and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So that, that was like kind of touched on. With, with pretty much the same premise, but like never really, you know, that was a San Diego comic thing. Yeah. But uh, at that point, everybody thought there was all this stuff going on. And that was at least five years ago, I think. I mean, all this is, is just product display for like past and present, just kind of like displaying the brand almost, isn't it? It's almost like kind of showing it off. I will say this, you know, for, for all the Mickey taking, it's cool that every month there is something more that we're talking about it. Yeah. So it's not like it's it happened and that was it. It's done and dusted. We are revisiting this topic every time we're recording now. So that does look, you know, that that, that is kind of favourable. That it's it's yeah. not something that's mentioned and then like kind of brushed under the carpet. Each each time it's like there's a little bit more. And it seems fresh and it seems relevant and it seems like kind of important information, doesn't it? And it's not necessarily you know something that uh, is is a press release. You know, when you're you're talking at trade shows and conferences now, that's a a fairly big deal because if it was just like a press release, you wouldn't be you know making it a point or an agenda for like the BS32 whatever it was that we talked about last show yeah. and then then the Las Vegas thing. So so yeah, no, it it, it it's good, but. I want to see more than just IDW at this point. No, that's cool. I, I think once we get that first maybe kind of like film in development story and, you know, casting is, ha- is happening or something along those lines uh, or writing is happening on a, some sort of solid project for one of these films and that information gets, you know, starts coming out, then I'll start really investing in it. But at the moment, though, it's really nice. I don't know, it's nice fodder for us because we get to talk about it. But yeah, I mean, it, it's it's all good for me. But to be honest, there's not much else we can really kind of go into with it. I mean, it, it is what it is, and it's out there, and we've discussed it ad infinitum in previous episodes. So I suggest we move on to the Prime 1 stuff. Prime 1 Studio reveals Snake Eyes and Storm Shadow statues. Prime One Studio teased us with some awesome-looking images of their upcoming Snake Eyes and Storm Shadow premium statues a few weeks back on their Instagram page. 
They do look very cool, or as cool as these two characters can look after yet another reimagining from yet another licensee of the brand. The history of G.I. Joe statuary is an interesting one, as there have been a number of great endeavors that haven't really latched on. Time will tell if Prime 1 is any different, but one thing is clear, the statues look pretty incredible. These look pretty cool. Um, I, 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 I'm not really a big statues guy, but I've, you know, from what I've seen from these images, they look very, very cool. Again, it, you know, I'm not sure if I'm getting just a bit burnt out with Snake Eyes and Storm Shadow. You know, at one, at one point, I enjoyed seeing Snake Eyes figures probably back in the early, kind of early to mid-2000s. I wasn't kind of against it as such. But now I get a little bit burnt out with seeing the same characters being kind of displayed in different ways. And, I mean, th there's not much crazy difference with these kind of designs. They look kind of cool and nicely sculpted and, and, and like, a you know, a nice dark detailing to them. But whereas the... Um, cyborg snake eyes from 1000 toys is quite different and there's a there's a kind of a backstory to it these mm. guys you know I'm, I'm i'm not sure until i see them kind of maybe in the flesh what what do you guys think eddie have you seen these statues i i did see something on facebook yeah um the other day yeah um it's kind of been done to death uh if you ask me yeah you know, why don't they do some other characters? You know, something different. Yeah, like Tiger Force Tollbooth or... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> skid marks. You know, why don't they do... <laughs> Could you imagine that? How many do you reckon they'd sell of skid marks? Three? But why don't, they, why don't they just do something a little bit different, you know? Yeah. Even if, even if it was like Snake Eyes with his leg missing. Yeah. Just, just something just different. You yeah. know, think it... Because there's only so much stuff you're going to buy. Yeah, and it's kind of like that. You'll get the. Uh, there's probably a few fans out there going, "Oh, but I love Snake Eyes. I've got everything, and they'll have everything." And yes, great, that's wonderful. But there's everybody else to consider, you know. And and it would be nice if they just did something different, did something. I think the main problem is the fact that these companies are always starting fresh. They're always doing. It's always like a different company. You know, they take. They get the license, and they're like, right. What's what are the main characters that we can do first, so that we we know we will be okay, you know, so we we know we've we've got sales kind of under our belt. So it's always you know you you pull in from the Snake Eyes, from the Cobra Commander, from the Duke kind of part, and it's just like I. But I mean, like I said, they they look nice, but again, I'm not a big statues guy. It's not really my target. Dave, are these is this something you kind of are interested? Is it, you know are you interested in this, or is it more just you're happy to see licenses being used and using the GI Joe brand still? From my side of things, it's very much more that I will say Prime for, for people who aren't necessarily familiar with Prime on Studios, they did do a range of statues for Transformers: Age of Extinction. Yeah. And they did Optimus Prime, Megatron, and I think they did a, a, a Bumblebee as one. But they are super premium products. So we're not talking like sub $100 from memory. They're like 300 quid, aren't they? No, I think it's even more than that. Damn. I've got a feeling they're over $1,000. Hang on. Crikey. Yeah, yeah. And the thing uh, is, with, <clears throat> with the pound being how it is, that's almost £9 million. Pounds. <laughs> 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 Ooh, Brexit. Let's avoid all politics, by the way, on this yeah, episode. Yeah, that, that, that's a very good idea because I will get irate. Yeah. <laughs> It'll only end in tears. Well, actually, no, we're probably all on the same page, but, uh, you know, let, let's not get involved because we'll all just get angry. Yes. But, yeah, so thanks, Prime One, for making us political, you b****ds. No, I'm kidding. I'm, I'm joking. The half-scale Joker is $2,000. Christ on a bike. 
How Saint much is he? <laughs> How much uh, is Jesus uh, Christ on a bike, Dave? Uh, I've, I, he sold out. <laughs> Optimus Prime <laughs> is uh, $2,000. Oi. So what? if this is something that's equivalent to that in the, in the sense of it's a statue of Snake Eyes and Storm Shadow and they are around those price points. To sell a lung. How many G.I. Joe fans are going to buy it? For yeah, First let- of all, for the reasons of what you're saying, that it's it's... That's I another mean, political point I don't want to bring up, Dave. It, it's it's uh, <laughs> it's something that is the money makers for the brand. Yeah. But f- from this, where this is aimed at the collectors, are the collectors going to like stump up four thousand dollars for two things that they've probably got ex- similar examples of, or like yeah. Hot Toys, for example. Yeah. You know, do do they want those things? It might not be. I'm just going on if if it's in line with what they've done for Transformers. Well, I'm sure so it's it will cool. be. I'm sure, you know, I, I doubt their business model changes much. They might be taking into consideration the fact of the fandom, though. That that could be something that they have to consider. So they might have to kind of scale down the, um, you know, the the kind of work that goes into that particular statue. But we'll see. And, and I suppose when yeah. it comes out, we'll we'll have a better idea of that. The the Storm Shadow one looks like it's kind of like the product and the, the snake eyes image that's been put up looks more like a rendering right yeah there is a rendering when you look at all the um i'm wondering if they're um if the storm shadow one is part of like a like a bigger piece as well like maybe that isn't all of the statue yeah but, uh, you know you, you know because you know whether you've had in the past you've had that storm shadow one where he's kind of like uh, attacking a bunch of like vipers or cobra troopers or something that was really cool yeah. um but you know you know something like that possibly i, I don't know we'll, we'll, we'll i suppose again we'll see in the future okay okay so moving on from prime one um let's have a little quick chat um with gary godso and get involved in some jocon chat so that's next up jocon 2016 and the exclusives just a few weeks ago, Loveland, Colorado played host to the biggest G.I. Joe convention in the world, JoeCon 2016. It was supposed to be the last convention of its like, and from all accounts, the mood was a mixture of excitement to see friends with an undercurrent of foreboding for the end of an era. As we will discuss in a segment later on, there was plenty to be excited about, and we will start by looking at the exclusives that Fun Publications treated us to, to go alongside the awesome Sky Patrol box set. For the good guys, there was a chrome... Sky Patrol Sky Striker, a chromed Sky Patrol Firebat called the Sky Sweeper, a bagged Freefall Parachute Drop figure, a carded Freefall, a glider 2-pack with Cloudburst and Skymate, a free attendee air raid, and a set of Sky Patrol Jump Packs. For the baddies, we got a Glue Cobra Hydra with Arrow Viper, a Cobra Heli Viper 3-pack, a carded Pythona, and a set of Cobra Jump Packs. A pretty solid offering, yet again, and already some of the items are selling at ridiculous prices on the secondary market. There was talk of the jump packs being a replacement in lieu of a Creo set this year, which makes some sense as to why they were added, but overall this is a fantastic grouping of figures and vehicles for this very special Jokan event. Let's start with Gary, obviously you just joined us. What were your thoughts upon seeing the exclusives for the first time, Gary? We'll go into kind of like more of the intro of the Jokan a bit later, but what, what were your kind of instant kind of takes from the uh, from the exclusives? I'm, I'm kind of in a weird position because I volunteer for the club and... I worked the line for them, so they, they kind of want me to get in there and get my stuff yeah, and then immediately take it up to my room and uh, come back to the line and, and start working the line for yeah, them. Yeah. So for the last, since 2008, literally, I jump in line, I, I see all the three and three-quarter inch stuff, you know, check it off the list, fire it off, 
bam, it goes in a bag or a box, and boom, I'm up to the room. So first night, I really don't see much of anything. Yeah. So with that, um, I, I could kind of tell you uh, what I got extras of and what I didn't because I, I think of what's going to sell on the after on the secondary yeah, market. Yeah, yeah. And I only got one of the Sky Striker, and I think they're still available right now. But 160 bucks is still pretty cheap to, yeah. to even on a, on a golden. Or excuse me, not cheap at all. Not not cheap at all. That's what I meant to say. <laughs> uh, even 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 on a golden ticket. Uh, Getting three of those things, is, plus you got to ship them all back. That's just nuts. So I yeah. only got one of those. I really like what they did there. Uh, I, I, I like how they got around the, uh, the the need for doing back metal. Yeah, uh, and, and and gave it kind of that uh, metallic finish. And that was good when they described that in the panel. It was quite oh right, you know. I, I kind of it was quite a cool little explanation of how they actually got around yeah. that problem. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And then the uh, the let's see the sky sweeper, which was the uh, the modified bat, yeah. Uh, and and you know they kind of made it so it, it would friction fit on the back of the. Well, they didn't make it; it just happened to yeah, work that out was that a way. Happy so accident, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, fr- friction fit, as I said, on the back of the uh, the sky striker, kind of like how the uh, the um, uh, the raven has uh, the little drone on the back yeah, of it. Yeah. Um, I only got one of those uh, because. It didn't have a driver or a pilot, anything to it. Typically, those yeah. don't sell well in the aftermarket if they don't have a pilot or a figure or a driver with them. I did make a mistake and end up getting three of the Hydras. <laughs> I got a feeling <laughs> I'm going to be sitting on those for a while. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was a strange choice, but yeah. Uh, yeah, that was always a strange vehicle. I, I figured at some point they might go back to that because we were actually just talking about the on one of our last episodes that particular year when the, the original... Um, uh, of the stealth fighter, I think it was 2005 yeah. or so when that came out. And it was kind of an odd vehicle. Then it was kind of cool in some aspects where it had a drone underneath it. I did like it originally, yeah. Yeah, totally. So it was okay. But the the big thing always every year are, are the figure sets. Uh, I, I think they missed it on the three-pack this year, the Hella Vipers. Yeah. Uh, it's I, not too much of a difference than what we had back in New Orleans a couple of years ago. Yeah. Uh, and. I don't see those selling very well in the secondary market. And granted, I'm not it, not everything is based on what I'm seeing in the secondary market. I'm just letting people know that if yeah. they're if they're going to look for them and are trying to put them up there. The two packs, the two packs are always great. Um, the second the two packs hit, you know, all of a sudden my my PMs and IMs light up from all my friends in Australia trying to get SkyMate. <laughs> I'm like, the dude, boomerang. yeah, you should have tried to hook me up or tried to, you know, ask you to hook you up a lot earlier. You could have kind of guessed he was going to be there, but you know, we don't neither here nor there. Uh, but uh, those two packs, uh, which I believe will be for sale at Rollout Roll Call as well. Yeah, um, th- those are great. Th- those are I, I recommend everyone picking up. It's it's an odd choice of the glider, but. Again, you're not going to see the styrofoam gliders anymore unless you secondhand reproduce them like Coil did or something like that. So but those aren't ever going to come of, back. I kind of feel that what they did was a nice homage to it, and I think that, Good enough. that's yeah. all you need, isn't it, really? Good enough. The uh, the surprise to me out of the uh, out of a lot of this were the uh, was the carded freefall figure. Oh, that was amazing, and that was some great card art there oh. great card artwork like the visor and everything and how oh, like, yeah. you can see his face through it yeah really really yeah. sexy and the last part uh, i think the attendee exclusive air raid is pretty slick yeah uh, and that, that'll be available roll out roll call so people get a chance to, to pick him up uh see what did i miss oh and i went ahead and got the jump packs and yeah they're either here nor there i always thought that the jump pack at least for Joe, uh, should have been part of Sky Patrol. I thought I thought it would an easy thing to make, you know, back metal back in the day and slap it on the back of Joe and hey, Sky Patrol, there you go. Yeah. Uh, 
and they came out with this this year. Um, the, the explanation of that is some people said it was a little odd. Talking with uh, David Lane about those particular items, they were able to produce these items in lieu of no Creos this year. Right. Um, of course, I, I don't know how the Creo situation is going to change going forward, but this particular year, I think when they thought things were winding up, of course, yeah. uh, they, they pulled the Creos off the table and, and, and they were able to produce the jump six packs. Um, I don't think those are going to sell particularly well in the aftermarket either, just no. because they're kind of odd, but uh, they're all right. I'm, I'm kind of glad I've got one, at least one of each, you know, like I, I didn't go, obviously I, I was contemplating not picking them up at all, but I'm kind of glad I got them just so I have them as a completist kind of feeling. Yeah, exactly. And that's kind of the same reason I did it too. Sucker. <laughs> Sucker. <laughs> um, also that Pythona. Oh, she's so freaking amazing. I love that figure. Yeah, the, the carded, of course we knew the carded one was going to be there. Uh, the great thing about that is that they, they've stayed relatively in the same price range that we've seen all the carded uh, attendee, or not attendee exclusive, the membership exclusive figures. So it's what, right in the 35, 40 range. Yeah. Uh, I think when they started offering them, they were right about 30 originally. So in terms of how fun pub inflation goes that actually hasn't gone up nearly as much as like the concepts themselves have yeah so that that was also another uh, nice thing I, I do feel sorry about a lot of the people that weren't able to get one in line because they sold out rather early yeah yeah I'll be I'll be honest with you when I first got my stuff in line for the free fall and the Pythona it said limit one per member yeah. And I don't know how the hell it changed uh, the limit four or five Pythonas and four and five free falls after oh. the fact. Um, I, I'm still, I was kind of puzzled on that, but uh, hopefully. That the the, was that on the, the, the queuing up night? Yeah. 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 Okay, so let, let's, let's, let's have some foreshadowing here. So we get to JoeCon. I think pretty much all of us were around on the Wednesdays. That, that, that's right in saying that, isn't it? Yeah. We got in expecting to be picking things up as golden ticket. Um, holders at about eight in the evening is that right gary correct and <laughs> that did not happen no. no did not get an agenda no was there anything that you wanted to add to the agenda did no get an agenda sorry did not get an agenda no so um that was a bit of a shame bit of a shock but to be honest seeing everybody it was like it didn't really matter it was just like well whatever you know we'll pick them up tomorrow friends 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 you know kiss kiss well, I'll kiss. be I'll tell you honestly I think a lot of people were in line just to get their name on the parachute throwing for yeah yeah totally. <laughs> I think that's really most people were there otherwise if you're a golden ticket you could have showed up anytime between eight and ten leisurely yeah, and pick yeah. up your stuff and you could have easily picked it up but I mean let's let's be honest everyone was there just to get on that form so. yeah totes <laughs> um, and then obviously the next day it kind of kicked off about between three and five um again like the actual registration and, and picking this stuff up i wasn't i wasn't on site so i was a bit upset that we got in quite late from doing that little kind of hike in on on the joke on hike thing still had a good time for reasons but um <laughs> <laughs> but when you we spent more time on a bus and you actually did looking at mountains didn't you uh, kind of <laughs> <laughs> kind of I did. That's 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 going on a t-shirt. Well, um, so, what what were you doing, Chris? Shut up. So we got I, back. I went to Jokan and sat on a stinking bus for six hours. But I was go. happy with it. So, it's bus. It's bus. A euphemism. No, it was an actual no, bus. No, this is actual truth. Yeah. But um, yeah. So when, <laughs> who who were you with and what were you doing, Chris? I'll tell you later. So we uh, get back a bit me. late. What we, happened? We managed to get in line, which was good. But he wasn't with you, Dave. 
don't no. understand. The, I Where hardly was saw Dave. It was f***ing brilliant. Yeah, yeah I, I, I literally <laughs> hardly saw it at all. But all, all I saw was, was um, I saw some various pictures. I saw Dave sat around a table with giants. Yeah. <laughs> with a with a with a plate of food that was bigger than Dave. Yeah. I saw that. That yeah. was weird. That was like you you'd gone for a meal at Jack of the Beanstalk's house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh was that goodness. was that the, at the boot? Yes. Yeah. 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 The big piece of prime rib, yes. The yeah, gluttony that, of Dave, us Americans. Dave has never been called that before. <laughs> yeah. They, what boot? they all they all f- one after another. It was a great movie. <laughs> oh, so anyway, so regist- we're coming back to registrations line. Obviously, that was that took a you know a good hour or so to get through, and that was pushing to the front because we'd been away, which you know so that was that wasn't Whee! too bad. But then when we get when we get to the exclusives line, that is a whole nother ball game. I mean, we're talking hours yeah. and hours of waiting. But again, yeah, you you can lose whole fractions of your life by standing in that line and thank god since 2008 i have not been able no, i shouldn't say have not been able to but <laughs> to meet figure people out, figure it out yeah <laughs> who are you guys no since 2008 I've, I've managed to find a way to not be in that line of course yeah. it, it, there, there was a trade-off i have to volunteer some time toward the club during the convention but yeah i i i, I still think there's a shadow of me still standing around the, con- the uh, contemporary resort somewhere because of that line I stood in 2004, that that was absolutely nuts. They 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 got the process down in terms of getting you through the package pickup line. Yeah, they got that process down by eight. By the time the eight o'clock people got in line, um, I, I think they were all done with package pickup pretty much by nine, and then we had stragglers coming in until about ten or so. Yeah, but that room was pretty much empty from nine to ten. There were there were probably no more than a couple people in line at any given moment in that yeah. particular room. But damn, if you head over to the club store, I Game mean that over. that queue, yeah, forget it. And and I don't know how they will ever speed that line up. I've heard suggestions of things that people you know maybe could try it, but the club and certain things, the club's never going to change certain things, and that's yeah. one of them. The, the the way they release the exclusives and, and unveil them and everything for yeah. everybody. That's never going to change, really. You only have two more years of standing in line. If that's the worst thing you have to do in order oh, to yeah. go to JoeCon, that's fine. Oh, yeah, and it's, it's to be honest, like, uh, you know, it, it, it's kind of all well and good saying, oh, you're in line for ages. But to be honest, it's fun because you've got people around that you're chatting to. Everybody else is doing exactly the same thing as well. Yeah, exactly, exactly. You're not uh, like they're missing out on a talk or you know anything else everybody's doing exactly the same thing you are yeah apart from gary who's uh, got his stuff and is uh, in the bar <laughs> getting drunk already have stuff on ebay yeah <laughs> earning a profit no I, I will say that the line um it, it's grown considerably since my very first convention in 2003 but in line that's where i met don anderson for the first time awesome uh the next year was where i met uh, anthony cervantes tasman the cool. next year the next year after that you know some more people and more people and more people and you know, if it wasn't for the line, chances are, you know, I, I probably would have. Uh, I, I would have come across him at one point, but nearly we wouldn't have the as long and a rewarding yeah. relationship as we have now. So. Exactly. When you when you put together with someone for that many hours, you become bonded. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a little bit more than you wanted to. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, you, you might get unlucky every now and again as well. I'll skip past that. So yeah, okay. So that's that was the kind of registration and like queuing up and getting the exclusives. It was a lot of fun in a weird way. And now I suppose we move. We'll move on to the next news item from uh, Justin Bell. Thank you, Justin. Pop 
Pulse teases crossword puzzle for 2016 product. The Hasbro Pulse website teased an image of an unfinished crossword puzzle that featured the only known upcoming release for 2016, the Kindle World's fan vote winner, Stiletto. There were no clues initially, but it got the Joe community buzzing and talking about a line that nobody expected to happen. This run of 18 figures kicks off with a set at SDCC and follows up with a set available at Toys R Us and Entertainment Earth exclusively, and thanks to JoeCon, we finally got the lineup announced at the Hasbro panel a few weeks back. Mark Webber and Daryl DePriest revealed Arashikage Duel featuring Snake Eyes and Storm Shadow, Sinister Allies featuring Cobra Viper and Iron Grenadier, Zombie Patrol featuring two Zombie Vipers, Heavy Conflict featuring Heavy Duty and Stiletto, Mission Accepted featuring Duke and brand new Cobra character Tombstone, Cobra Legion featuring Bat, Saw Viper, and Female Cobra Officer, Special Forces featuring Outback, Falcon, and Shooter for the first time from the IDW G.I. Joe Declassified comic. We already had the leak from the SDCC exclusive that featured Scarlet and Zartan, and that was confirmed as the official set at the panel. So, it's official, there will be a presence at retail, and that is always a good thing. Well, so let's start talking about the actual idea of the crossword puzzle itself. Um, let's start with Dave on this one. Dave, what did you think as a marketing kind of thing? Did you think this, this is something that was quite a successful thing to do from Pazbro's point of view? It's very tricky when you have got a bunch of guys who are receptive to every single thing. Yeah that you talk about because it is only one brand yeah and if you and if you look at transformers for example you've got multiple product lines within within that you have uh combiner wars you have masterpiece you have robot heroes you have the robots in disguise cartoon line and things like that so you you can filter information out and try and all of gary's favorites yeah you can try and 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 sort of attract (laughs) the relevant people who those items are geared towards. But within this, really, it is just that one product line. Uh, there, there are no other sort of versions of G.I. Joe at this point in time that are running. So you have to think of some way of engaging, but in a, in a positive way that doesn't give the game away, yeah. that actually creates conversation as well. You know, and it's, it's it, with all due respect to like Hasbro, um, sort of like uh, giving it the defibrillator, you know, like kickstarting it up again rather than like, oh, well, it's just, you know, that product from last year or repainted this yeah, or whatever. Yeah. It, it's literally like getting that speculation of, well, we're being told here there's going to be these products. We've been given clues in terms of like the, the number of letters. Let's try and work this out. And it's great because it's a solo exercise. It's not something, you know, like uh, My a favorite riddle or something type of like exercise. that. <laughs> it's a solo <laughs> exercise, but then you can compare notes to then see if, if, if things like match up. Um, so I thought, it, I thought it was kind of cool. I, I personally didn't partake in it, in, in it myself. I kind of thought it was a little bit of a stroke of genius, to be honest, because it, it was something so out of left field for what I've known G.I. Joe to do a lot, you know, in that in that kind of arena. And yeah. I just, when it came up, I was instantly drawn, personally, I was instantly drawn to it. And I, as you know, Dave, I did, I think, two <laughs> versions of what I thought it could be. I was way How off. close you get? Oh, you're way off? Okay. Uh, well, I had like, I had a number of them, but that was mainly because obviously, because everyone was talking about it on those threads on like different Facebook groups, I was mm-hmm. kind of picking and choosing almost what I thought would be 
you know the, the right choices if that makes sense obviously mm-hmm. the, the 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 things that obviously that they threw in the a new character in tombstone which was you know again like a something that i don't think anyone obviously no one would have got that was all mark webber and then two zombie vipers which did honestly cross my mind at one point and i thought there could be a three pack with airtight and two zombie vipers and that was my thinking but um like in in one of my one of the ones i tried and then i thought no there's no way they're going to do two zombie vipers and lo and behold two zombie vipers but uh, called it yeah it did <laughs> unfortunately didn't um so uh, you know, I, I kind of thought it was really cool. I thought it definitely, you know, it, it had people working on this that I thought wouldn't be anywhere near it. So there were people online kind of like almost like in a frenzy trying to complete it. And I thought, what are you doing? You never get involved in this. Shit. So I thought, you know, from from that kind of point of view, I thought, brilliant. You know, you've got people engaged in this wanting to know speculating and all that kind of stuff everything that you need when when you you know do like a line like this and and then i suppose you know with the the actual reveal on the panel people are kind of there on tenderhooks waiting to see who it was and i think that was really well done how they did it one by one each character and uh, started filling the crossword puzzle in front of everyone like one at a time i thought that was like a good touch as well i have to admit i'm not like blown away by the you know by the line in by any way shape you know any way shape or form but there are some elements of it that i think are really cool uh, but yeah let, let's let's get gary what do you think uh, I, what, what were your kind of thoughts on the the process but also the the outcome well in, in terms of the crossword puzzle they i think they had to do something to spur up interest because i don't know about you guys but going into what i thought was my last Jocon. yeah and thinking that the next couple of years are going to be pretty lean, my excitement level certainly was not there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. and this certainly did keep discussion high and excitement level for some folks high, high Just enough me. that it kept them <laughs> it kept them engaged, and that's a good thing. Yeah. And I think I think uh, Mark did a great job coming up with this a clueless. Uh, or what do you call it, hintless or clueless yeah, uh, yeah. What's a crossword puzzle, yeah. and only adding the stiletto and going from there, and then uh, subtly saying, you know, there's 18 characters, but not 18 figures, yeah, and just yeah. the way he worded everything. You know, I think it was kind of a, a stroke of genius, because they really, going into Jokon, Hasbro has been notoriously tight and holds their cards close to the vest. Yeah, yeah. They don't let you know anything. For them to come out this year and say, "Hey, we're going to give you a shot," you might. And granted, there were some oddballs out there that we didn't really expect to see. Tombstone was one of them. Shooter, Shooter. was another. Yeah, we we knew there was a. For, for those of us that have been involved in the in the pre prod, especially the uh, the modern era pre prod market, we knew there was a, a rock and roll out there. We we saw them yeah. in the uh, um, in the concept case, uh, I think, at Indianapolis. So yeah. I think a lot of people were putting rock and roll in there. And there's a couple other characters we saw in the concept case that we thought were coming. Well curveball swerve they weren't included down there and we got you know a couple new characters out of the deal okay yeah cool um yeah so i mean that is pretty much the the kind of the reveals and everything moving on and obviously related was the sdcc set obviously that was linked to the the kind of pulse crossword puzzle as well possible sdcc set leaked as I mentioned in the previous story, earlier in the month, images appeared on a Chinese website, AC Toys, showing what looked to be an upcoming SDCC G.I. Joe Transformers crossover exclusive, and we are in for a treat. 
As has been par for the course with SDCC exclusives, we get dramatic art on a rectangular box, and it's official now that we'll be getting a repainted red Rattler as Power Glide, alongside a cool new black and yellow Scarlet, a DTC Hiss Tank as Soundwave, and a Retaliation Zartan. The set looks great, and now we know we'll be getting it in San Diego very soon, thanks to the recent Jokan panel. Let's talk about that quickly. Now, obviously, Gary, we know you hate Transformers. That is not... <laughs> That is not something that you've uh, you've hidden from the world, um, and all you know. Obviously, we all like different things. I'm not going to get into what I like on here because otherwise, we will have to just shut the entire podcast down. Oh um, no, let's, let's, no, that's that's great. <laughs> let's talk we about can, it. There'll like. be, be a whole other genre, but it's great. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think I could create a few new genres um, with the my likes. Anyway, but let's have a look at this, Dave um, and Eddie. Uh, being obviously, oh, have we lost somebody? No. no. No, we're all here. Oh, sorry, my fault. I apologise. I think someone just came on Skype and made that funny noise. Not came on Skype. That would be weird. Uh, um, oh. Okay, so Dave and Eddie, obviously, you know Eddie's you know done. the brands quite well. <laughs> what do you think, uh, in general, about G.I. Joe Transformer crossovers? We'll start with Eddie. Do you do you like G.I. Joe Transformer, cro- Transformer crossovers, or do you think they should be kind of separated and uh, kept apart like naughty children? Well, it's going to appeal to some people, so great. It doesn't appeal to me in any way, shape, or form. Okay. Because I don't. S- uh, uh, this is gonna. Oh, I, go, I know I'm gonna sound like an asshole, but uh, it, it, what, dif- I, what difference does that make? No, it's not. No, you're not. <laughs> it, it doesn't appeal to me because I don't see the point. That's fair I, enough, bud. I really don't because um, Transformers is one thing, full of pretentious fans and sweaty people, <laughs> and GI Joe is full of uh, cool people. <laughs> right? Yeah, we've we've lost the Transformers side. Yeah. And, Send and that- hate mail to Eddie Inman, care <laughs> of the Full Force. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Eddie Inman's uh, views are his own expressed views and not part of the Full Force podcast. <laughs> except yeah. for when it comes to Funko. Yeah, except, except for Funko. For Funko, yeah. So, ah. well, no, no. Uh, what, what I'm trying to say is it's going to appeal to some people. So it's, it has to have some value to it, if that makes any sense. Yeah, and if it, gets, if it gets this person to, to then look at G.I. Joe and go, I will look further into G.I. Joe, then that's a good thing. Yeah, I suppose but it draws people in that that way, and that's uh, yeah. that's always so a bonus. It's all, but it, it keeps it in the spotlight, and that's and that's where it's going to be good for me personally. That's fine, totally me, fine. But you know, as a as a as a thing out there to advertise GI Joe, then it, it it can only do good. Cool, surely. Um, Dave, what do you think of the set itself, and is it something that you you know you are interested in? You know, I love this stuff. Yeah, but you know, as a it, as a podcast, it, it, I have to ask you these questions. No, 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 no. That that was my generic response. Um, <laughs> no, I think it's great. Uh, <laughs> is it, people, is it, it's like that when you're in the bedroom with him, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love this stuff. Lie. It, it's all about validation. <laughs> oh, I, uh, I love this stuff. Oh, uh, uh. <laughs> beep beep. That is actually the safety word. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> There is no safety word with me. That's what I heard, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what have you heard, Gary? What have you heard on the uh, Jojo grapevine? I, I, I just heard that. You have no safety word. Good. That's Chris, all you're going to hear. Con, did you know that? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Dave. Yeah, so the set. So I love the idea of... Kissing boys. Crossover, because it's... Transgender it, crossovers. It's something that you can have as, as your separate... Uh, timelines and, and stories disguise. and things like that 
but I think it's kind of cool that you can kind of like from time to time have these things just like sort of just cross paths. It doesn't like change things forever. Just as if you look at G.I. Joe as a toy line in itself, there are several yeah, like, like, yeah. lines that go through that. You know, Star Brigade is not involved in every single kind of storyline, if you, if, if you kind of get my meaning yeah, in, yeah. In, in that respect. But it's there in its own own right and it all kind of can they can kind of cross over or, or like the characters cross over into it. Within this, I genuinely believe there is a huge well that Hasbro can uh, dip into looking at their existing products that they have developed and doing like these repaints where you've had in the past Starscream, Shockwave, um, Jetfire, Hound, and now Powerglide and um, Soundwave. That you can you can do these things and, and get away with get away with it and people see the link and understand what it is. You're then bringing in a whole new potential fan base for both from the Joe side into the Transformers and from the Transformers into the Joe side. Yeah, that then might actually then help sell more products. You know because you 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 you're people are wanting to extend or or find out more about these things. Cool. I think it's really cool. For the last few years, we've had like the Transcan project at rollout roll call which is literally borrowing that principle of just literally taking a gi joe vehicle and customizing it or repainting it in the form of uh, a transformer character and the things that we've had submitted some of them are kind of like oh yeah no that's really cool that's really you know i I get that and then some of them have been so out there and so creative in terms of the concept and idea ultra magnus havoc yeah that you would never associate that, but when you see it, it's like, ah, of course, just as in, in this respect, you would never have associated Soundwave as a hiss tank, for example. Sure. But Powerglide, you know, using the Rattler is like, well, of course it is, you know, just as the um, Mobat could be Warpath. Yeah, yeah. You know, you, some, some things are very, very easy to spot and some things that, you know, with a little bit, six degrees of separation or the right signposts, you can totally see it. And I've, because where we got the show coming up, I've, I've been privy to some people's working con- uh, progress for the contest. And there are a couple of entries this year that I think are just absolutely brilliant. Awesome. Making use of stuff or, or making use of, like Easy. some of the not so obvious GI Joe products. Uh, yeah, yeah. Sense, and, I, and there's one in particular. Like flashlights. <laughs> exactly those. Um, but uh, well, I will say this because it, no, no, nobody will get it. But one of them is like the septic tank. Oh, brilliant! And and someone is 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 customizing that, and you will never in a million years make that association. But a bit like the shockwave one, when you see it, it'd be like, oh, of course, yeah, nice. that's. Really Cool, and that's that's the sort that's the sort of thing. Of course, of course, of course. Feed him to the pigs, Um, and that's 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 what I love about this because give him the stick. (laughs) Don't (laughs) give him the stick. Um, You've got all that opportunity there, and I think it's great. I I freaking love Powerglide. I think he looks really sexy. That is one that people have asked for in the past as a competition entry. But I just didn't have a uh, complete rattler to to sell them. I only had like parts and stuff like that. But I know that was definitely get your rattler out. Yeah, <laughs> that was at least one person's uh, idea of doing it. But then you know, like last year, you had Adam May. He did like Lord Zarek using the uh, battle suit Cobra Commander. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
it's like things like that. It's like, oh, that's just really cool. So I, I love it. Cool. And Gary, I, mean, I know you're not a Transformers fan, but is, is there um, is is there anything from the set that you 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 like, or is it something that you're just not really interested in at all? Not really interested in at all. And and, and the funny thing is, is Who's there? Uh, <laughs> yeah, whatever. <laughs> the fu- the funny thing is, is is, is Mark well, knows Gary, I'm that you, I'm not man. a fan of this. He he was he was sitting there trying to sell it to me in the booth. I'm like, dude, there's no amount of selling you're gonna do. It's gonna sell well. It always will. Yeah, you're gonna put it out there. It's it's a piece of if you want Joe to sell, it's a piece of low hanging fruit. You can sit there and dangle in front of the fans and go, look, we did another crossover of Transformers. You know, I, I think it would be better it, if they it, maybe thought outside. Go ahead, it's Dave. Not, it, it's not really low hanging fruit. It's more for proper fans. Wow. Oh wow. Right. Wow. Uh, or or someone that runs a show called Rollout Roll Call. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, this uh, interview is over. Cut <laughs> them off! Cut them off! I can edit the, this. I have the power of editing, so it's whoever pays me the most. I'm looking at you, Gary. I, I, well, I, I'm never going to call you Chuck again. Um, done. done. <laughs> um, he he knows that I'm not a big fan of this, but it, it's it's going to sell. And I, I kind of wish Hasbro, with the San Diego Comic Con stuff, would do a little bit more creative thinking. And, and yes, going back to Starscream a couple of years ago, that pretty creative with the, uh, the yeah. sky striker and everything but yeah you know, can, can we investigate maybe another t- crossover i mean they, they they sit there in the in the presentation and talked about idw crossing over with street fighter I, I i know they don't have the street fighter license but is there something else they can do what about mask that would have been really cool yeah that that might have been a great way to start the whole shared universe thing again i'm not another big fan of that either but I'm I'm willing to go with mask a lot easier than you know them. Hey, we're gonna pair up Rom and GI Joe right off the bat, and hey, figure it out, kids. So, <laughs> um, um, just I, just as another question, Gary. Sure. Did you or will you be buying this anyway? Being a completist, elitist, and anything else that rhymes with this, apart from rapist, because that's pretty bad. Um, no, <laughs> not one of those. But uh, yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm a I'm a complete a sadist completist. Let's put it that way. Uh, because <laughs> I'm going to probably whip myself for for not getting it over some period of time. So That's I'm going to get it. Masochist. Yeah, and, and Mark Mark kind of was one of the pluses he was trying to sell this to me and others was like they they like the idea of how you define your own collection. And if you don't want it to be Power Glide, and you want it to be oh, yeah, with yeah. the Garter in, yeah, fine. If you want to slap some G.I. Joe logos on it, and God forbid why G.I. Joe would have a bright, stinking red A-10 in the air, that would be an easy target to shoot down. I don't know, but hey, you could make it a G.I. Joe A-10, you know, Have you ever met G.I. Joe, Gary? They're not really that bothered about what the color of the planes are. I kind of stopped at 86, 87. (laughs) After that, it's all nonsense. (laughs) Did Did you see into that, though? And ever think that were you saying you defining your collection with how you you, you you perceive those products? Did you ever think at any point like yeah, but now I've actually got to get three, <laughs> one for each version. <laughs> That's but what they're there doing. There had to be someone out there that did that. I, I'm sure that. there is. My OCD doesn't go that deep, and uh, even if I did, I think Debbie will prevent me from getting that deep because she'll know <laughs> I'll have to buy. That's three hundred dollars worth of sets right there. So Debbie prevents you from going deep. <laughs> oh no, no, She's she so allows strong. that. You know what I mean? <laughs> Sorry, I had to. Talking of low-hanging fruit, Gary. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> 
No, that's cool, hey, man. On a, on a related piece of note here with this set, not not going deep on Debbie. Um, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Debbie. <laughs> You're not sorry at all. I'm not so, Hashtag not sorry. <laughs> we, we were sitting at the uh, the table for the dinner. Uh, Mark Weber came to our table and was sitting there. And uh, they were in Hasbro. They were incredibly pissed that the pictures of these leaked really early. Really? Yes, I have oh. not heard that, and they—he was that they. I, I know they're going on some sort of investigation overseas, trying to track down how they, who got what, and how it got out early. Wow. But they were incredibly not happy because I kind not of not happy at all. I, it kind of felt like a well-placed leak. It kind of felt like it, it, it didn't. It didn't strike me as something that was done under the nose of the of the company. And I kind of thought, you know, it was again. It was it was almost an addition to the the crossword puzzle and you know and I, I thought oh they're, they're kind of doing this maybe on, on purpose but the I didn't realize was it was very that. coincidental that's crazy it, I, I I got the impression it was leaked because if you look at a lot of what is done now with re- relating to this because they still haven't actually officially announced all the exclusives from Hasbro Toy Shop for San Diego Comic Con yeah. and a lot of these things are stories that um are pitched to certain publications or certain outlets to like get the maximum exposure you know the the uh, marketing agencies that may be involved or the marketing departments will be working with them to like get that maximum effect yeah yeah now you could argue with something like this which isn't and you gotta you gotta be honest with yourself isn't gonna be one of the main attractions of their products out of their entire lineup that they'll be doing you know when you've got yeah. star wars in there um and a few other bits and pieces you could argue that this actually gave it more media attention than it would have done if it gone through that those channels yeah but yeah. because of the way it was I, I i got the impression that you know that was uh a cheeky leak yeah yeah but dave's right i mean normally You'll see a story like in, in here stateside, and like in USA Today, Brian Truitt typically breaks those stories for Hasbro. I, I think it was it was an honest to god not leak from Hasbro, but they didn't want it to come out at all. I do think they were going to show it at JoeCon regardless. Yeah. Typically, I mean, that's where you have your captive audience, and a month later, San Diego Comic Con comes out, so they want people yeah. to at least save up another hundred dollars to try to get this set. Plus the crossword puzzle. So yeah. right. Yeah. Right, and, the, and, the, and there's that. But if you look at the site it came out on, AC Toys, I've been there before. I have an account there. I'm one of the, I, I'm maybe a handful of English speaking, non Chinese forum members over there. And that's kind of where I used to go to, to kind of see what was coming out early in modern era and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. I think a lot of people know that now, and Taobao and a lot of these secrets are kind of out there and yeah, they're no yeah. longer the best kept secrets anymore. But it came out there first, and normally that's kind of where the, the, the seedy side of the toy community kind of acquires certain things overseas, <laughs> and that's how the news gets out. And I'm the underweb. Yes, the whole black web. Judging from listing the mark, they were. That it was certainly not legit, and they were pretty hot about that coming out. Wow, wow! And it, uh, that's another thing, isn't it? The fact that at JoeCon you get to talk to Mark and Daryl, and they're lovely, and they're really like they want to talk to you, and they want to discuss things, and they want to kind of like 
be quite open and honest. That's what I really like about them as a you know as part of that company. Well, they were super approachative this year. Yeah, big time. and I think that's because they knew what was they knew what was going on before you know any of us knew what was going on. Yeah, and they were. I think they were actually having a kind of a hard time. Certainly, Daryl trying to contain it himself. He's like, yeah, this this is a big deal for him because he's just like one of us. He wants to keep showing up the Joe Cons, exactly. and for them to sit on that sit on that news and not blink i mean i i seriously sat in front of mark weber at at breakfast and i I said so what's going on for next year i am never playing poker with this dude the dude (laughs) didn't even blink didn't flinch didn't hesitate he gave me the standard hr or not hr the uh, pr speak from uh hasbro and i went ahead and bought it because that's uh, that's the best i'm going to get out of this particular situation and moved on to the next topic so amazing i i think these guys were were super excited this year about the news that they were bringing about the and we'll get into this in in, in later in this news yeah about what's going to happen later on uh but they they were they're trying to contain themselves about the whole thing but they were man they were anytime you wanted to talk to them they were they were right there and they they were approachative and they just were intent on listening and and taking down notes and everything um i think that segues nicely then into the next news segment um which is fun pub revealing wonderful news fun publications reveals wonderful news two more years we're going to disney world Yes, it's official. Fun Publications revealed easily the most amazing news of all time during their panel on the Saturday at JoeCon in Loveland, Colorado. There will be two more years of cons minimum, despite the fact that we all thought it was over. A depressing Sunday was avoided in fantastic fashion as Brian Savage explained the situation in as much detail as he could before dropping the bomb and watching the euphoria of the crowd take over in a screaming mess of human parts. On top of all that, next year's con will be in Orlando, Florida at Walt Disney World unbelievable news and it means we can create many more awesome memories in the coming years great work fun pub and well done for not letting anything slip before the show It's like celebration music or something in the background. Um, <laughs> so we're going to Disney World, guys. Um, that was actually that was the the, the craziest part. The fact that <clears throat> even after that kind of, it, I'll give you my kind of experience of that whole situation. That first off, because I, I I could not, I did not see it coming at all. So we're sitting <clears throat> in the panel room, and it's the the big Hasbro and Fun Pub day where you're expecting, you know. I don't know because it was the the end. We thought it was the end. It, there was a, a weird, weird feeling around the place. It wasn't excitement. It was like a little bit of like, oh well, sit through this panel. At least there'll be some figures that we haven't seen yet. You know, yay! And when Fun Pub dropped that bomb, uh, it was almost like have you ever seen that part, that thing? I think it's in Attack of the Clones when Django Fett or Boba yeah. Fett. I remember which one they they releases that kind of like the silence bomb. Yeah, it's like a bomb that sucks all of the energy <laughs> out of everything, <laughs> and yeah. it just goes. Wow. It goes, <laughs> and then just like yeah. just literally just zips out, and every, and it's nuts. Seismic charges. Stand by.
is exactly what happened. Django Fett dropped a freaking freaking proton torpedo or the hell it was and it just went (laughs) and and like i've never known anything like it like this almost massive intake of breath as the next slide came across because he just basically said something that didn't quite compute in our heads and we were like what yeah he he actually let it slip early yeah we told him that afterwards he's like oh no i can't believe because once he let it slip about something about We'll bring this at convention next year. Everyone the, looked at the, each other, didn't the they? The murmurs immediately started in, in the whole crowd. It was like, what, what did he just say? What? Next what? year? What? 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 Uh, I mean, you know you were what, actually? Right when he said... Me, you, you were sitting right in front of me. You turned around and you go, did he just say next year? No. And then that happened and we all just went, fuck. But, but <laughs> was you know, if, if he would have held his cards a little bit closer... The slide they started off with is, you know, it's been a phenomenal yeah, 20 like, years. We want to thank much. Brian yeah. and Thumbhub for 20 great years. And you're thinking, oh, here we go. Yeah. You know, here come the sob stories. And then they're like, <laughs> you know, here, here's all the costumers and with uh, the picture from last year uh, from uh, Springfield. My daughter's in. I'm like, yeah. oh, that's cool. And then he had the finest. He's talking about the finest and how the fans are getting involved. And then the next uh, slide, they talk about the fan films, the Initiate and Red yeah. Retrieval. Yeah. And the Kindle World's. <laughs> Uh, all those books, and then they bring up the podcast, which gets out a big yell from me. And I, so I, and I heard someone in the back saying, "Well, God, it's God's show." Hey, you edit as much as I have, and you cheer as well. Yeah. So, anyways, uh, <laughs> then they show the slide of the classified. That was actually Chris saying that. Well, <laughs> yeah, I was like, Chris, well, no, 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 no. Chris, the Chris understands. Force? Chris understands. I, I do. We're, we're kindred right there. Other than that, there's nothing else. Uh, <laughs> and then, and, then, and they would, and, and they would never, ever, 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 ever. <laughs> Ever, ever, ever risk mentioning the full force ever, in no. that Too in dangerous. That <laughs> Too dangerous. <laughs> because if the wrong person ever saw or heard that, <laughs> I'm surprised right. you're. I'm They're surprised you guys stay like associated with us, Gary. You guys never mentioned uh, what's on your mind during your panel. Did, oh, we didn't, did we? No, you didn't. We, but we did it. Ev- we do it everywhere else. I, I yeah. know. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> but but anyways, in that last slide, then he ends it with a picture of Larry Hama and Gary Head, and yeah. a picture my wife took. Yeah, back in the last Orlando convention, I am that gray mask standing behind the two. I showed him the original picture. It was it was a, a picture of the three of us with Larry holding the pic the uh, uh, the note that said Insider, and I'm and I'm standing between the two with my hands up in the air, going, "What the hell is this?" <laughs> and and Gary Head there with the the smug look on his face. So, you you just topped it off with Gary Head, who's obviously it's still near and dear in everyone's yeah. heart there that knows the guy. And you're like, "Where are we going with this?" And then he flips to the next slide, which brings us to today. And then boom, right there, shock and awe. I think it took a millisecond for us to read what was going on on the screen. Same. But it's like two more years. Wait a minute. Two more years? Two, two more years? Fun Pub? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Fun Pub. We're not going with somebody else. Fun. Two more years, Fun Pub. Place just goes ape. Yeah. Crazy go nuts and start I, chanting for uh, Brian, Brian and everything. Brian. And, was it and, Brian's jorts? Brian's <laughs> jorts. <laughs> and and this is before we even knew it was going to be in Disney World, but Brian gets up there and I think he was a little overwhelmed because his voice broke up at one point. Yeah. And I, I think we were all right there with him that we were like, thank God this is not how it's going out. The f- we're, relief. We're, we, could, we could actually properly close the book on this whole thing two years from now and feel a lot better than we did this time thinking that it was over. Yeah. And it, that, 
that's kind of my reactions from the whole leading up to that moment uh, and, and, and them unveiling the side. It was, it was a huge relief. And on top of that, you know, the efforts that I, we were helping Joe Colton with and the Save G.I. Joe campaign and the petition. I think it all had an effect. It, it, it certainly wasn't the cause, but if, if it's an ingredient to help make the bread rise, that's fine. And that's all I want to take out of the thing. If, if we were something, just a little part of making that yeah. decision easier to make, I think that's probably what happened. And I'm happy with that. And I'm proud of Joe. She put up with a lot of shit. I put up with a lot of shit from people about the thing. It, it's They mentioned it right there in the panel. Fans make the difference. And I, they and that right there, just it, you can't get any more fan driven than all those projects they showed, and and podcasts like what we do, and 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 doing the campaign to save GI Joe, and and all the time spent for that, collecting signatures and going on shows, and and just promoting and trying to sell it as be, as best as possible. You can't get any more fan driven than that. And you know, if I'm just happy to be a part of of that small process to to help Joe Congo another two more years. Totes. And it was mad emotion. Um, I must admit, like there was a lump in my throat. Easy, Eddie. Um, <clears throat> so, actually, there were a few lumps in my throat, but that's because that's, that's because James Kavanagh, George Greeno, <laughs> and Gary Godso <laughs> sitting behind me. I thought it was amazing. Um, you know, it, and it it was it was. Uh, I'll put the Radio One music on in po- the background. Po- possibly the that was the highlight for me for the for the entire show, which is crazy but it really was um yeah so uh that 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 made all the difference because like gary was saying i i had huge reservations to how sunday was gonna go god could you imagine what the sunday would have been like and um, oh my god and where gary was gary was talking about mark weber um i was chatting to dave lane um for the uh package pickup yeah. On the Thursday night, and same story. He was just the G, big size, very sort of like glum looking down, and he's like, you know, he's been because he, he was like saying, you know, he's, he's been having a real hard time of it of late, and and this was kind of like the uh, the icing on the cake kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> I walked away, icing. And, and, I, and, I, and I said, to, it's like, oh my god. Dave's really down. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. this is awful. He's having, to, you know, it's like almost like dead man walking, having to do this on top of knowing what's happening. And then afterwards, I was like, even, even if things didn't work out, you have got a future in acting <laughs> because he completely, <laughs> totally, totally had me fooled. And he was like, well, I, you know, I, but um, I found out he lived in Vegas as well, so that's cool. I'm gonna be his neighborino. Yeah, but you're in LA. Anyway, there's there's two other interesting stories out of that whole whole thing. There was I'm not gonna name the person, but there was a club employee that pulls Debbie off to the side about ten minutes before they make the announcement. Said, "Don't tell Gary," but another <laughs> two more years. Debbie sat next to me for a whole ten fifteen minutes. Didn't break a word. <laughs> Amazing. Didn't smirk. Nothing. I'm not playing cards with her either. I should know better, anyways. <laughs> but yeah, she she was able to uh, to 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 not tell me and, and contain her excitement. And you know, it doesn't. You you wouldn't think it, but GI the the convention is just as important to her as it is me. Just not only because it's important to me, but she she has a lot of friends there. Exactly. Too. Yeah. Yeah. And 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 that's that's important to her. And then one of the other things that. 
I kind of humbled at it is I, I kind of put a, a wrap up of Jokon on my Facebook page and and um, Pete Sinclair came one of the first commenters on it and just put hashtag save GI Jokon. <laughs> nice. And, and I, you know I appreciate uh, you know the the recognition. It uh, just a little a humbling. Yeah, it's awesome, man. Awesome. And obviously moving on from that reveal we also had the uh so the next news segment which we'll kind of smoothly move into fss 5.0 characters revealed at the fun publications gi joe collectors club panel fun pub also revealed their offerings for fss 5.0 at the panel with yet another action force edition in gaucho this gives the full force guys some things to talk about the lineup is an interesting one with some cool inclusions ambush charbroil Darklon, General Flag, Battlecore Cobra Viper, Salvo, Scoop, Raptor, Sneak Peek, Steel Raven, Shattered Glass Zamot, and Z-Force Gaucho. An exciting time to be a Joe fan again. The uh, FSS5 characters revealed at Fun Pub. So let's have a look at the lineup quickly and we'll just basically go through our, you know, what we think are standouts. Maybe, maybe talk a little bit about where we thought the club um, or what what we thought the club might have done in terms of you know maybe made some last minute changes because they were talking about it being the last FSS5 and I think there might have been some kind of element of change at the last minute when they knew that wasn't going to be the case. I think the lineup kind of reflects that they were yeah. trying to, to they, they didn't have a next year or the year after and it was yeah. kind of, I, I was kind of underwhelmed about the whole lineup. I don't know about you Chris. I'm, I mean other what, than Gaucho of course but Yeah. But I think for me 50-50. So if if we go through the group um Ambush Charbroil in his normal uh, his sorry, his original coloring with no uh, with a mask instead of a ha- of a face uh, instead of his normal uh, head sculpt. Uh, Darklon, yeah. General Flag, as in uh, is that the Battlecore version? Yeah, that's yeah. the '90s version. Yeah. The, the the least desired one. <laughs> the Battlecore Cobra Viper, Salvo, Scoop, Raptor, Sneak okay. Peek, Steel yeah. Raven. I like that one. That's, that's a cool idea. I think yeah. Shattered Glass Zamot. Oh Jesus! And Z Force Gaucho. <laughs> so let's 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 start with um, let's start with Z Force Gaucho first, and I'm gonna I'm gonna move over to Eddie quickly on this one. Eddie, again, another Action Force character being utilised in in fun publications and everything in, in the GI Joe universe. Yes. Do you like the addition of this guy, or would you prefer to see something more of the classical five point of articulation turned into modern figures? Again. It's anything that keeps Action Force in the limelight. It does. It sure. doesn't matter to me, providing, providing it's still there, providing it's still out there. You know, you, you have to admire the fact that the toy line ended in 1984, really, and it's still going. It's still there. It's uh, it's like a bad smell. It's like Dave. I blame us. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, I blame it's, Dave Tree. That's going to be blame, hashtag. Thanks, guys. Blame GI Joe Dave Tree. Yeah. Con. Yeah. Uh, I will say just very quick. I was kind of like sat there getting progressively more and more moist. Like bummed, <laughs> no, bummed about it because uh Gaucho was like the 12th figure that was yeah, announced. Well, oh, the reason uh, they did that is because they they were doing it alphabetically and then when they cruised through the G's you're like, "What the hell?" Yeah, Cuz yeah. everyone kind of had a feeling that Gaucho was on the menu and they go through the G's you're like, "What the hell?" And then then they give him his full name Rico or whatever it is and you're like, yeah. "Oh, come on. That's not fair." Yeah. No, I mean, I, 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 we're happy nevertheless, but just 
See, I didn't. Yeah, even, don't do I us e- like that, man. I didn't even notice that they were doing it alphabetically. I I just thought it was because <laughs> you don't know just... the alphabet. <laughs> no, no, that's very true. But I was I was I was literally there, and I was like, oh, f- there's no like action force characters this year. Like that's that's like what what a waste. You know, it should have been really cool. You got so much you can do, and you know, and all those things that we talk about in every single episode. And then right at the end, it was like Gaucho. It was like yes. Nice care about the others i'm quite glad it's um that gung-ho base as well because it's a freaking immense figure i just hope they don't put the marine tattoo on him because that makes no sense in this <laughs> respect i i don't think they will no i i think that's a tampo that they can probably remove yeah um, in fact I, i'm sure of it i'd be i'd be I, shocked i think i think you need like a bottle of tequila or something like that that kind of cool <laughs> or a sombrero now uh, you see going going through the list obviously gaucho is up there um, as as a really you know it's a good one for me that's like a tick ambush I'm looking forward to seeing because obviously we haven't seen ambush yet and he's a he's a big character from the kind of from that you know that uh, was it 1991 yeah yeah so I mean that's you know, that's another really and big he's got that that T-shirt that everyone likes that's on him who, so. yeah who doesn't like T-shirts you know yeah um, and he looks like Raging Spoon uh, well, let, let's go through them one by one so um, we're kind of all on board with ambush that's that's a that's a check charbroil oh, kind of had to happen a repaint. But what do you guys think? Out of out of the ones they could have repainted, do you think Charbroil's up there? Indifferent. Indifferent. <laughs> yeah, so it's kind of like a yeah. Fair enough. That would uh, be a yeah. So we're we're one and one one apiece at the moment. So we're one and one. Darklon. Alright, I got an opinion on Darklon. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Why the hell bring out Darklon in the convention set if if you're just gonna bring him out later in an FSS? I kind what, of agree. Why with that. why make things exclusive to the convention? Just to cave to the peer pressure of everyone that did it, go to the convention because they want a figure. Yeah, I, 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 got I, don't, I don't get it. I got a question, Gary, because um, I was a little bit confused over this. Is it literally the same figure that was in the two pack? No, it's not the exact same figure, but it's it's. I'm talking mainly character based here. Do they but... need a modern up? Uh, sorry, do they need an, an update to this figure though? Because I, th- I actually thought that was quite a decent figure in the convention pack. I don't know who was asking for it. Seems weird, but I don't know. So let's should we say should we say two one to the kind of indifference at the moment? Yeah. One four two against. Yeah. Okay. So it's one two. General flag. I was all on board till they said the second version nineties <laughs> battle core, and I'm like, seriously, come on. So that's going to be General Flag's son, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Which I, I don't mind. I like the I like the original. I like the original figure from that line. Personally, I know again, Gary's probably going against your grain. That sounds weird, but um. Uh, yeah, no, I'm 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 not too worried about them. I, I quite I'm I'm looking forward to that one personally, Dave. Um, another indifference. Yeah, I think. Yeah, no, I think that's kind of cool. Um, I mean, within the realms of what Gary's saying, there, the one that nobody wants. It's it's a bit like Night Creeper Leader, isn't it? If you if you give what people wanting straight away, then they're never going to be excited yeah. when you get the repaint. Whereas if you do it the other way around, then when you do get to that point, people are then really excited really pumped, and, then, yeah. and, and they know it's coming. However, where this is, at that point in time was considered to be the last one. Yeah. 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 You would have thought that maybe you would make those changes and, and, Which... and, and give the folk that what they wanted. I'm glad it wasn't like, Night Creeper Leader, though, you know. <laughs> that was my thinking, is that if this was going to be your final 13, you really wanted to do the second version? I, I don't. I mean, the, these particular spots here, I, I'm. they should guard and cherish these and, and make them 
important decisions. And I know we're talking about a toy here, but there's only 26 <laughs> more of these left. Maybe, 20, but maybe yeah. I think. Do you think there was a there was an element of of you know oh you know like two not two weeks before well it was more as two weeks before that they knew they were they were right. signing a contract. Maybe they made some last minute decisions on things they knew they could do quickly. You know, like they just cut. You know, or maybe they had plans that they'd done previous that they kind of brought, like they threw into a couple of spots and maybe took a few of the big ones out for next FSS. What What do you think about I that think, as a theory? I think that's. I think they had to get this. This. These thirteen, we don't know what the thirteenth is, but these thirteen, I think, had to be done quickly. Okay, so moving on then. So at the moment, we're I would still say General Flag is indifferent, even though I'm excited for him. There's still a bit of indifference there. So uh, the moment it is three-one indifference. Now, Battle Corps Cobra Viper, I'm stoked for because I just like I, I kind of like any new, different, modern character interpretation. So until I see the picture, I'm actually excited for this one. I know you're not, Gary. Stop making army builders part of the FSS. <laughs> and Dave, what about you? Yeah, I'm kind of indifferent as well, to be honest, on 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 this one. I mean, it could be cool. I'm sure it will be cool, but I'm I'm never really going to be army build. I I get I totally understand what Gary is like saying, and if if anything, they should be like the troop packs, similar to like what the club are doing with like the female yeah. uh, troopers in 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 that respect. It's hot, by the way, very hot. Eddie, are there any are there any names jumping out at you at the moment? Because I know obviously this isn't your era, modern era, you know, in general, like the the um the figures you're not really into that much, but um, <laughs> but with it, when it comes to kind of like also the kind of the the characters that are coming up so far in this list are any in there that you're kind of looking forward to or are you again are you kind of indifferent about the entire situation with these figures i'm not that worried either way right if if i was going to look at any of them it would probably be sneak peek right cool okay that's it that's cool that's that's great that means i don't have to keep asking you each time (laughs) yes which which is which is wonderful so i i I will continue watching riddick Um, then, then like I get a couple of characters coming up now that I am quite excited for. So where you get like Salvo, yes, I'm 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 excited to see what they do with Salvo. So I think that's that's one for the excitement uh, levels. Um, Gary, you agree on that one, Dave? Yes, yes. So, uh, at, the, at this point, certain characters are, are beyond your, my yeah. yeah my area of interest because I I was sort of like away. So Salvo, I acknowledge was you know is 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 popular and people like him but i've got zero connection to the to that character myself okay um scoop that was kind of expected with the sky patrol uh airborne head wasn't it so that was kind of like almost like a an expectation of a character to be used in the fss again i'm really looking forward to see what they do with him though um you guys interested in scoop yeah yeah that's pretty cool cool uh raptor oh i can't wait to see what they do (laughs) with that I, I want to know how they're going to do the whole headpiece oh, part. So totally. is it going to be newly sculpted? Are we getting new fabric out of the whole deal? A lot of questions. They can pull it off, right? It's going to look great. Uh, and then again, they can pull it off. It's going to be incredibly bad. They could just do that Zartan mold. That's what from... I was getting ready to say. Are they going to dig into that Zartan and use him? Yeah. I saw a lot of people try to make customs off it. It could go well. could go the other way easily. This is... For me, this this is kind of a sweet spot character because of the CFB. This is one of our charter members, so he's got to look good. Yeah, totally, totally. Sneak peek. Eddie's already kind of given his um uh his heads up on that one. Again, a repaint. I do want to see the original colors. I don't know why. Maybe it's the completest in me. But um, obviously, with the repaints, there's not always that much excitement. You kind of know what to expect. We'll 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 zip over him because uh that's 
you know a fair one i think to, to kind of I'm avoid, down with with, too, avoid. yeah, yeah sneaky's cool yeah. he's cool steel raven this is interesting oh god yes very interesting idea this is stuff that the club should do yeah this is the 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 the, the kind of the obscure on the fringes that's a part of uh, gi joe extreme and that type of type of stuff this is stuff i, I don't necessarily don't know if it necessarily belongs in the fss but then again we have Iron Claw was part of the first one. Yeah. But I, I do think this is definitely in the club's wheelhouse to do these type of things. And I am totally on base or on board, excuse me, for a female SCAR infantry officer. Because let's face it, Hasbro are never going to touch that stuff. So Hell no. it kind of makes a lot of sense for Fun Pub to go in that crazy direction, like they have done with Sky Patrol, like they do with Tiger Force. I think you're right. I think a, a box set of Extreme would be freaking cool. And yeah, I'm, yeah I'm, I, I'd, I would be on board with that. And I wasn't even like a massive fan of Extreme. It's just that I think the, I just love the homages that they can kind of put into these things. And, and then it makes you kind of go back and look at the cartoons, at the at the comics, at the characters and the toys from the original line. And if you you know, you weren't kind of into it then and you might get back in you know, that's something you might kind of get into and then next joke on you're on the dealer floor looking for friggin' everything know, for extreme, yeah. Exactly. Looking for Well and then the nice thing about this is they're just absolutely not ramming it down your throat for, yeah. you know, all this uh, extreme stuff. We had one in FSS one, now we're in FSS five, so it's not like we're getting it all at once no. and then, they're slowly putting it out there. I like it. That's cool. Shattered glass Zaymot. Speaking of ramming down your throat, <laughs> I, I don't know why they're if I don't know why they think we're going to eat what they're going to serve here. If the Transformer fans don't like it, we sure as hell don't like shattered shattered glass or shattered universe. Why in God's name are we getting a wasted spot in the FSS? So you've got a strong opinion on this one. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, uh... I guess. <laughs> Um, to to me, I, I I definitely see what you're saying, Gary. I think that it seems to be one of those things that it, it kind of I, I can I can get along with it in a one shot comic. Like if if they do like you no, know, they used to do the the what ifs for Marvel, and I would be interested. I'd, I'd read them and enjoy them, and then but that would be it. It would be like they're not part of the continuity. I'm now I'm back in Wolverine, or now I'm back in Uncanny X Force, or now I'm back in X Men. So I, I can. I can dig it when they do just a well. Let's see what happens if this happened, you know, like a little kind of teaser thing, and almost you know with the with the Transformer GI Joe crossovers. I like that they're kind of you know some of the time they're taken away from the universe. They're it's almost a what if scenario. Fair enough, but I kind of feel like if you're going to be doing FSS five and box sets and you've got like a comic continuity and all that kind of stuff, surely Shattered Glass doesn't work unless you're doing a real one off. And then you you're literally dividing the Joe kind of fandom, aren't you? You're literally cutting it. In I'm I'm to be honest, it's probably not fifty fifty, is it? It's is I'm not sure. I I don't I haven't met many people that are into the shattered glass thing. Dave, are you into shattered glass? I'm not opposed to it because it's it's this whole kind of keeping things going and alternate universes and allowing you freedom to to like start again and and. Yeah, but what if it's not all of that. in an alternate universe? Well, no, all, all I was going to say is that the, the, the thing that bugs me about this more than anything else is the coming back to the, this is your last FSS. Yeah. So why is it in there? Because this this uh, this is a uh, a road to nowhere at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, you're not going to be doing any more. You're not going to be doing anything else. Why Why is it there? It, it doesn't fit with anything. It's, it's, it's not completing anything and you're not going to be getting anything more from it yeah 
that that that's really my only bugbear with it. But it could it, it could be a cool cool figure because wasn't it described as it being like a businessman yeah. so that you can use you know head swap and you know you got the scope to do other things with it but like and, that and Max is supposed to be in his head as well isn't it as a yeah, yeah yeah but but that was really I, I i'm not worried you know not not too i'm indifferent to shattered glass you know i i'll, I'll probably take a look at it maybe buy a few bits in here and there it you know if, if, if i like it but this this inclusion at this point it was just kind of like I don't understand. Yeah, I, you know, I agree what, what with get. Dave. I, I agree with Dave on that. It's I, I don't think the club ever sits there. Let me clarify. I don't think Dave Lane sits there and goes, "Let me piss off the fandom this time." <laughs> I, I, I think he did it when he included his figure in the first FSS. But after that, I, I, I don't think he sits there and says, "Let's piss off the fandom and say, well, we're going to put shattered glass in there." And then, yeah, I, I think there's a degree of the fandom that do like this type of stuff. And yeah. They, I'm gonna guess they tend to be the Sunbow fans, and they're the fans that like that 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 two-parter episodes where the Joes were the bad guys and the Cobras were the good guys. Worlds without I, I, end. Worlds without end. That's right. Or if you're you know big fan of the Mirror Mirror Star Trek universe, that type of thing. But the thing is, I think it could work if it was done like that, Gary. If it was like a Worlds without end set, or um, you know something like that, I I think that would make more sense. When it like when when it's kind of taken when, when it's like almost like they're trying to devise some sort of world around it mm-hmm. you know and and maybe kind of make it fit in the in the continuity and stuff and just kind of think oh no 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 just make it a stand away stand alone on its own kind of kind of thing because i mean like worlds without end gave us dreadnoughts in you know police uniforms and i must i, I must be the only person with that fetish <laughs> i'm gonna ask nick whitmore to dress up as a policeman i won't um <laughs> But like I, I, I kind of think that would be kind of cool as a set. But yeah, again, you got to think this is you've got to like cover the entire Joe fandom, and you've got to kind of make sure that you're doing something that everyone kind of will at least pick up or want. And I don't know, Shattered Glass is such a, I don't know, it's it's such a, it just seems like something that you shouldn't really touch. Well, and I think the 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 figure that they choose or the character they choose has to go both directions, meaning Wee. that. You, it, I knew you were getting ready to go there. I appreciate you <laughs> knocking that down after I set it up. Uh, but it's it's one of those things that you could put it on the shelf and it would, it, for instance, this Zaymot would look just fine in front of your Cobras. Or if you want to have them standing in front of your Joes, I, I guess you could have them standing in front of your Joes too. I, I don't think really what would work is like the Wild Bill that you saw in the comic that was dressed in a Cobra uniform. Yeah. Uh, my understanding is that Hasbro was really not a big fan of that, and they were kind of shying away from that. But then again, that doesn't really explain how we got uh, Flint in a Cobra uniform. But that again, that was a head swap, so it was an option that you could change your figure. Yeah, yeah. So uh, my understanding is that, that 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 Hasbro really wants the good guys to be the good guys and bad guys to be the bad guys, sure. and no ambiguity in between. Well, they called the Flint the disguise one, didn't they, from uh, the yeah. Sumbo cartoon? That's how yeah. they got around that. Which you know, again, I'm 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 all for. I love the homages. I love all that stuff, but. Yeah, um, I'm. I'm not sure. Um, I'll tell you what. I'll wait. To, I'll wait to like to make a, a decision until I see something. You know, if it looks really cool, we'll see. We'll see. To be honest, you can do what you want with toys, can't you? Right. Yeah. Well, just as, just as Mark said, you can you define your own collection, and yeah. there you go. Yeah. But for those of you that gave feedback to the club about wanting shattered glass, F- you shame on you. <laughs> shame. 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 <laughs> 
okay, we talked about Z Force Gaucho. So overall, at the moment, I'm counting maybe six or seven in the in you know it's kind of a fifty fifty split at the moment. I think more or less kind of down the middle. So uh, I think we should move on there anyway, and uh, and uh, kind of get into the next chunk of our podcast, which is going to be based around uh, rollout roll call. That's all the news for this episode. Make sure you visit generalsjoes.com on a daily basis to keep up with all the G.I. Joe-related news. You can also visit the Facebook page and follow on Twitter at Generals Joes. This is Justin Bell reporting for The Full Force. As always, you can keep up with the show after listening to us by following on Twitter at The Full Force, liking the Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash The Full Force. And if you would like to contact the show, you can write to us via email on thefullforce at allthecoolstuff.co.uk with feedback, questions, vicious scathing criticisms or just insults. You can view content regarding the show on www.thefullforce.com. All the Cool Stuff is a proud sponsor of The Full Force. Come visit our store near the New Forest in Hampshire for the latest toy collectibles, including G.I. Joe, Transformers, Star Wars, Masters of the Universe, and Lego. We also stock a large inventory of vintage toys too, including Action Force, from loose figures and accessories to carded and boxed vehicles. I can see the whites of their beady little eyes. Looking to sell your toy collection? All the Cool Stuff will buy and convert your toys into cash. You can call the store within the UK on 01425 650696 or if calling from outside the UK, don't forget to add the international dialing code first of 44. You can visit us online at www.allthecoolstuff.co.uk or email if you have a specific inquiry, sales at allthecoolstuff.co.uk. In Demand Toys are an independent toy shop located in Norwich, Norfolk in the United Kingdom. Specialising in a large range of new and pre-owned toys, they cover a number of brands such as Star Wars, Marvel, Transformers, G.I. Joe and many, many more. You can order direct from their website at idtoys.co.uk or send them an email to shop at idtoys.co.uk if you want to sell your collections or just have a general inquiry. Alternatively, you can visit their shop at the Dixon Shopping Centre on the Reefham Road in Norwich. As well as being one of the best independent toy shops around, they are now a proud sponsor of The Full Force. Dead Gent Clothing are a mature streetwear brand creating bespoke and hand-finished clothing using fabrics recycled, made and designed to honour the ethics and heritage of textile cultures around the world. Proudly producing pieces with obsessive attention to fit and finish, allowing us to find ourselves honour in detail. Dead Gent Clothing are now a proud sponsor of the Full Force podcast. You can find them on Facebook as Dead Gent Clothing, on Twitter and Instagram at Dead Gent, or you can visit their website at www.deadgent.co.uk where you can purchase their amazing products. Absolutely. The Action Force program is a drain on our resources. We must cut their funding in half. Warning. Warning. Access.
S granted to classified data. So, um, at this point, Dave, do you want to? Should we try? Should we get Eric on board? Yeah, go for it. Can you get Mexico? <laughs> to Mexico. <laughs> Here we go, guys. I want a burrito. <clears throat> Arriba, Arriba! Are you there, Eric? Oh, hi, Eric. It's about effing time. <laughs> hey, buddy, how you doing? I'm good. How are you guys? Good. We are live Bye. in Mexico. Ah, oh, Mexico. You're not alive in there. <laughs> That's a good point. Can I, can I have two tequila? Two tequila pompadour. <laughs> two tequitas. Tequitas. It's a tequila burritos. burrito. A tequila yeah. burrito. Yeah. Oh. And two prostitutes and some chili. Well, you've got Dave and I. That counts. As no, I said two prostitutes, not two. <laughs> <laughs> you get what you're given. Um, right. <laughs> Right, uh, Eric, lovely you to hear like you, buddy. Days, How are you getting on, sir? <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> awesome. You'll like it. We've um, we've basically been just ba- we've been yeah, we've been talking a long time. So now we move into rollout roll call. So um, we are literally just under two weeks to rollout roll call. It's hell, the really? seventh show that we've done now. And if you haven't listened to any of the things that we've been talking about over the last few episodes, which is highly likely. Or yeah. not on the newsletter, or not on the Facebook page, or anywhere else that we've been like plugging and promoting it. Uh, we are in a new venue, so we're at the Radisson Blue Edwardian at London Heathrow Airport. It's literally at Terminal One, Two, and Three. It's a piece of cake uh, to get to if you're at the airport. There's free buses to get to the hotel from the airport. Um, if you're coming in through other directions, you have the Piccadilly line uh, for the London Underground. Um, if you're driving, it is literally just off the M25, the M4, and then nearby you've got the M1, M4E, and M3 that come all towards it. So it, it, it's a convergence point. It's a, it's a perfect place to have it. In terms of guests, we've got some super cool guests. And boss uh, fight. And, and, and boss <laughs> fight. Oh, the pain of it all. Um, we, we Love have, you, Eric. We have uh, coming to the UK for the first time uh, Neil Ross, who's the uh, the, Slag. the actor behind behind the Joe side of things, Shipwreck, Slag. Buzzer, Monkey Wrench. Um, he did Thunder. Slag. What other does he do, Chris? He did Slag. Uh, Dusty from the Transformers. No one gives a shit about Transformers. Come on, he now. Springer. It's called Slag. He did Bone Crusher. He did Hook. Um, what else slag. did he do, Chris? Dave. Dave was slag. was Neil Ross. Was Neil Ross any of the Dinobots? Yeah, he slug. he was he was a slug. Slug, um, and he, beyond that, he's done other things. So he's Leoric from like Visionaries, and he was the first to ever voice Wolverine. He's the in like computer games. He was the voice from the Codex from Mass Effect, and uh, Colonel Vulgin from uh, uh, Metal Gear Solid Three. We've also got Morgan Lofton coming, and she's the voice behind the Baroness. That's the uh, darling exactly that and 
she did a couple of other characters within like Transformers as well. We've got returning artists of like Robert Atkins coming over. Awesome. Um, so he's, he's, he's popping over from the States. We've got Brian Shearer coming over for the first time. Shearer. He's like a, an artist inker for both like the Joe titles and Transformer titles. John Paul Bove will be there cool. uh, along with Jess and the new baby. Aww. So uh, that'll be, I think that might be the first con outing for for uh, the family um you've got ed Peary coming back as well you've also got cool. liam shalou coming um you've got the mighty mighty boss fight studio Woo! Of which this year we've got eric and katrina coming over and they're super exciting uh on this front because where we've been extremely privileged to have the guys over uh for the last few years this yeah. is the first we've, we've had like an evolution of all the work that they've been putting forward uh, in terms of projects for other people but also their own products and now you get to get to see it and buy it you know so they've shipped a whole bunch of boxes they're en route at the moment so you'll be able to buy Vitruvian Hacks product there as well they're also due to be- Brexit <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't, don't don't say stuff you like this. Know, now. There's no guarantee that we'll have product there. <laughs> no. um, uh, it's in Greece. It's, it's, that, all gonna, it's all going to end up in Ireland, and Paddy's going to have Paddy's going to have all. Yeah, of it. exactly. Um, Paddy in the IRA. But um, <laughs> from from I love that band, other things that are wow. coming. Uh, at the show, we've got uh, the, the dealer hall, so a much, much bigger dealer presence, and we've got uh, some of the guys that you would normally see, so all the cool stuff, um, ID toys, boys and games and girls. Um, you've got Kapow toys, you've got Space Bridge, you've got uh, Seno Kibu, yeah, Toy Fu will be there, um, Jim Ockenden and Rob Rob Wilkin will be there, um, and there's a, f- a few other people as well. Big Ali G. Um, You've got the community tables, um, and these are all like podcasts and other YouTubers of of the community, like YouTubers, fanzines, people who do their own blogs, reviewers, and things like that. So they'll be there. Um, From the G.I. Joe side of things, G.I. Force, which is a Facebook page, if you go check that out. But those guys will are literally doing a humongous diorama with full of all our like, action force customs that they are oh. uh, piecing together both from like their own interpretations of like Hasbro toys but also using parts from like Marauder Task Force and Acid uh, World Acid Rain stuff as well and a few other bits and pieces so that's going to be really cool and engaging and they're going to be try- changing it all throughout the weekend as well you've also got uh, Tim Brown. Mind. Hang on, hang on. I got there yet. Oh, sorry. T- Tim, up to Tim, that. Tim, Tim Brown and Paul Goodenough. Um, they're exciting. doing a fanzine and uh, yeah. they'll be showcasing the, the, the work on the comic book that they've been doing there. Uh, Tim is also like a YouTube review. You've got Few and SMS number one. So Matthew Adams and uh, Dave Mentz, uh, who are YouTube reviewers from the Transformer side of things. Really entertaining guys if you've never met them and, and a huge, huge laugh. You've got the guys from TF Nation there. So that's a, a new show that is uh, Transformer focused uh, that's coming on August they'll be there to answer questions and, and uh, sort of promote the show that they've got coming up there you've also got uh, Southampton Gaming Hub there and I don't know exactly which games but they are setting up a mini arcade so you're going to have Neat. about uh, three to four different computer game areas that they are doing uh, they've told me some G.I. Joe cool 
and some Transformer games. But I, I do know that um, Patrick, the guy who runs it, he, he does like the Southampton Games Festival. He does have like all the, is it the Oculus Rift thing? Wow. Yeah. Oh, so, wow. He, but but he's got, like a, he's, he's, he's got like he's um, he's got like a gun version of it as well. So um, I've I've not played it, but I've seen people playing it because uh, we did the games festival uh, a few weeks ago, and it was like a zombie one. And awesome. you're in the dark, and all you're doing is you're moving around, and you're shining the torch. So you got all these people literally spinning on the shots on the spot to like shoot the zombies, but because they're coming from all directions, people are literally screaming. <laughs> <as these laughs> things. And it's, it's it's really cool to watch. So uh, they'll they'll be doing stuff there as well. I wonder You've how long also before got Killer's Rift comes out. Uh, that's probably already out there, but um, you've also got Darren Howlett coming over, uh, representing uh, uh, Joe Declassified. Awesome. So he's popping over from Canada, and he will be doing a a panel all on um, uh, Joe Declassified and the work that those guys do. It'll be really Uh, polite. As as we've we've led up to it, we've also got What's on Joe Mine, which is very much an, an integral part of each show now uh so this year making his his return for his third is it the third yes. Darren? yeah the, so, uh, so third yeah yeah so returning for his third appearance in that show gary god so is coming over with the world's most american man uh, his Thanks, father <laughs> <laughs> so so Al, Al, was, Al was making it over the, the trip with, with Gary um, this you know viewers uh, viewers listeners who are, it's a video podcast it, it is now anyway um people who are listening to this for the first time uh, they need to realise that this has come at great expense to Gary because next year is his 20th anniversary to Debbie and the, agree- the agreement has been that if he's coming over this year for this he's having to take Debbie away to the Caribbean nice. for four weeks in a five star resort you keep trying to sell that <laughs> you keep going right ahead <laughs> I'm going to make sure she doesn't listen to this episode. That's one less listener for you guys. She doesn't listen to any of it. I know. Um, But in in addition to all this, we have the usual um, schedule of like panels that are going on. So to give you an idea, there'll be like uh, panels uh, that are exclusively for Neil Ross and Morgan Lofting uh, and uh, uh, Gary and yourself, Chris, We'll be interviewing them and going over and giving people an opportunity to hear some of the history and the stories and, and an, an opportunity for like Q&A. Uh, the Mapes Brothers are going to be doing a presentation on some element of toy collecting. I don't know. Uh, in the past, they've done Transformer-based ones, but they've also done a Visionaries one as well, uh, which went down very well. So I, cool, I, yeah. I'm not sure which area they'd be like looking at this time around. Jody Classified will be doing a panel, so I mentioned there, Darren Howlett. You've also got Eric Katrina will be doing two panels, one on action figure design and one on Vitruvian hacks. Nice. Uh, so looking at the development and what's coming out uh, and down the line for that. Following that, you've got Paddy and hopefully Brian joining via Skype to discuss total hacks. Now, nice. I won't say any more than that. But if you guys are regular listeners or like followers of Brian and Paddy's uh, previous project, Total Retaliation, you should be able to kind of figure out what potentially that panel is going to be about. That that's really exciting. Um, Paul Goodenough and 
Tim Brown are going to be doing a panel all about uh, fanzine writing as well. So people who uh, want to get into the realms of like creating their own fiction and even doing it from a graphical uh, design side of things that's one to check out because it's looking at the transition from like just writing your own stories and then going into like comic book writing itself there's probably a few other panels as well i just can't remember them directly off the top of my head you've also got exclusives so if you're a transformer fan if you go for an energon ticket you get pterosaur which is uh was the attendee exclusive at BotCon and in the same sense here at Rollout Roll Call, it's the only way you can get it is if you actually come to the show. It's part of your ticket price if you go for the limited edition tickets. If you've gone for that, you then also got the option to buy Megatron and Airazor. Those are the exclusives. They were sold out at BotCon. Megatron, I literally have checked today, Megatron four sold last week for $600 each. Blimey. Just that one there and we're selling Which is both two and a half trillion pounds yeah at this point but we're selling uh both megatron and air razor for 150 each uh from the joe side of things you've got air raid which again that is exchanging for a hundred dollars for that figure alone yeah it is which i don't think i've ever seen a souvenir attendee souvenir go for that price it's uh, been a while. So that's really cool. You got the opportunity to get something super rare there. You could only get Air Raid if you went to JoeCon. That wasn't available for sale anywhere else. It's not right. available for sale on the club site, and they don't have it available for sale. They won't have it available. So this is the only way you can get it. The other exclusives you got open to you are the gliders, and we're selling those as individuals rather than as a two-pack. So you, Oh, nice. If you want to just get SkyMate or if you want to get Cloudburst or both, you've got that option there as well. And again, those were sold out at JoeCon. They're not going to be available anywhere else. Uh, so if you're a Joe fan or a Transformer fan, in all cases, the exclusives we got available are all sold out. This is your this is like a second chance offer to get those and also your only chance to get them. Those so, two packs are selling pretty healthy on the secondary market as well, individually and together. Yeah. Right, okay. Um, so... That's that's really cool. We've also got an exclusive comic book cover that's been done by Robert Atkins and coloured by Joanna Lafonte, which is uh, issue 13 of Transformers vs. G.I. Joe. It's a double-sized issue, so it's uh, uh, like two issues in one, so to speak, and it's, it features a wraparound cover. So that is limited to 250 copies for us, where we've shared that with Discount Comic Book Store. Uh, and they've got 250 as well. So normally, for a limited comic, it's normally a thousand issues, but we've got f 500 for this, of which they're split. So it's even fewer than what you'd normally find. So I thoroughly recommend folk getting involved on that as well. And that's all I can think of. That's fine. That's the that's a really Ooh. quick overview. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so that. Um, that leads us into quite nicely, Dave, into um, getting some 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 kind of input from our two guests that we have on at the moment. We'll start with Eric because we've been speaking to Gary for ages, and frankly, we're just really sick of him. Uh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it was um, bound to happen. <laughs> so, um, Eric, how are you doing, buddy? First of all, and obviously, after you've told us how good you are, go into how um, excited you are for rollout roll call. Okay, so a lot of lies coming. Good. <laughs> Uh, no, I'm doing well. I'm personally super excited I to, to be coming back to Roll at Roll Call. I didn't go the year before, and then last year 
I was obviously very ill, so I could not make the trek to over the over the sea. So I am coming this year, complete with my uh, new cybernetic heart. And amazing. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it's possible that uh, with the new rules that they w will not let the electronics into the country without uh, me paying uh, fees. Really. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you had me. You had me. You're so easily fooled. I, I'm, what I'm hoping to see when you come over is like you're like BP vest from the cops, and you, <laughs> and you've got that whole like torso I, segment, which is just all like metal. I'm more like Metallo now, where like just my shirt and my chest is always just ripped open That'd with like, so my kryptonite cool. heart hanging out. You need like a like a clear panel on your chest, just showing it. So you can see it. That'd be yeah, I mean wicked. the good thing Tony is Tony Stark. Yeah, yeah. The, the good thing is Superman can't come near me. So <laughs> I, I bet he could if he was forceful enough. <laughs> in you or near you? <laughs> Both. He doesn't have to be near me to come inside. I mean, he's super it's Superman. <laughs> super super like sperm. A like a shotgun. We get faster than a speeding ejaculate. Mm -mm. Oh dear! <laughs> that descended pretty fast, didn't it? Jeez. Sorry, Eric. You were saying how um, excited you are. I, I am. I'm very excited. And then, uh, of course, Katrina and I are spending a couple of days in London after the, the show, so awesome. we're excited about that. Uh, it will just be the two of us. So, if anyone um, listening wants to volunteer and help us out, we could probably use the help. Uh, <laughs> You're gonna get everybody helping oh, you out now. Be careful what you wish for. Yeah, only yeah. I, I, I really only mean Carol. I, I... <laughs> Nobody else. I'll, I'll help you, Eric. I'm, I'm sure I won't drive people away. <laughs> what are you looking at, you fucking? <laughs> <laughs> you smell. You smell your fat. <laughs> Spend some money. You gonna yes. You gonna buy this or what? Yeah. Uh, yeah you gotta buy us. What's the matter with course you? Of, of course. Course of course of course. Pass me that <laughs> shooter. Feed them to the fucking pigs. <laughs> oh, any okay? Well, that's good. Um, uh, so yeah. So uh, just sign me up, Eric. I'm there. <laughs> awesome. So the uh, the big question <laughs> is. is uh, <laughs> Where is the uh, where's the the pub night going to be held? Well, within the venue itself, <laughs> there are three restaurants. So one is an Italian bar, uh, an Italian, but is also like the main bar, and I think that's where you're going to find the majority of the hijinks going on. Um, a bit racist, there's also Dave. there's also an um, hijinks, an, not the hygiene. <laughs> an Indian restaurant of which there's uh, food and drink steak and hygiene there you go and a steak and lobster <laughs> one of which that's got a, a circular bar as well outside there is a McDonald's but there will be no booze there but dude I am the, not the, coming all the way to the UK and going to McDonald's <laughs> oh yes you will <laughs> no, no. <laughs> but uh, I for, for this weekend uh, I believe the majority of the uh, the fun will be had within the hotel itself. Oh, in, in, yeah. in Nick's room. In Nick's room. Yeah, of course. All, all, all in Nick's room. Because uh, we yo ho ho and a bottle of. <laughs> the thing is, he doesn't <laughs> even drink. Bottle, he just had a can of Coke, and that was enough. And he was like spinning out Sugar Rush, and like you, you, you. <laughs> 
you you just watch him go and then that's it that's all the run it, 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 it was quite funny last year because at one point i remember both andrew and myself uh telling nick to like keep it down because he was like talking about confidential stuff too loudly <laughs> within the realms of what he does yeah and we're like and, yeah. and 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 uh andrew's guy going you've got a sweet kick don't screw this up <laughs> that's amazing are we on about um giant head on child's body yes, yes. nick so Whitman. Oh, yeah yeah the ticky mask man he looks like a pro star like those little, little... looks like a bobblehead <laughs> funko pop yeah, you should be on. You should be on a bonnet in someone's car, just Zed wobbling around a bit. Uh, right. Speaking of car, uh, Eddie, you driving? Chris, you driving? Yes. Good. You're my DD. Thank you. <laughs> my what? My hang on. What D and Designated driver. No, I, I was thinking of something along the lines of. I know, and it had D in there. I'm sure you were probably yeah. I heard the D. Chris, that's all I heard. Chris, and there, Chris, there's Chris no way I'm of... driving on your side of the roads there. No yeah. worries. Uh, Dave okay. will not have the pedo van, so... Uh... Oh, yes, I will. I am oh, yeah. I'm bringing that. I'm not going into anywhere without the pedo van. <laughs> well, you know... Uh, is I, it I, pedo or pedo? We say pedo. pedo. Okay. This we is say why, pedo, this, we say pedo. Okay. This, this is why uh, Eric's bought or bringing along his little boy's school uniform. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Pick me up, Dave. <laughs> and we have hit an all-time low. Thank you, it's Eddie Inman. Dave, offer me candy. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he had a well. British accent. We thought he was, you know. You thought he was all right. He thought he was nice. Yeah, we thought he was smart. Yeah. Do you want to have a look at my puppies? Oh. <laughs> Pass me that have f- I- shooter. <laughs> have I ever told you the, uh, the oh, van God. story? Yes. No, not, not, my, not my van story, but um, th- th- this is an old memorabilia one. <laughs> So, um, gather around, boys and girls. <laughs> Memorabilia is a show in, in uh, Birmingham, and uh, normally we're staying in crappy hotels, and then you need to like go out and get something to eat. And um, we um, we all went out, and th- this this is a this is a good sort of ten years ago. But we were staying in a in this this really bad pub, and the f- the food was lousy, and we just said, right, no, we 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 have to we have to get out of here. We you know and, and find somewhere better to, to eat so we all decided right we're gonna go into all into one van uh, as best as possible there were five of us uh of, of which one driving two in the front and then two in the back sounds like a porno <laughs> it is now <laughs> or a description of where fred west buried the bodies <laughs> well, 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 that 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 was yeah, that's, that's, this is probably where it all went wrong. But anyway, we're trying to find somewhere. We're, we're trying to find Star City, which I know Chris is familiar with. That's where all the, the cinemas and that oh, is. Oh, yeah, yeah. Anyway, we're going around in circles. We're lost. And John pulls over um, to ask this woman, you know, where, where Star City is. And it's, it's like an entertainment pl- complex with like cinema and places to eat and all this sort of stuff. He pulls over, winds down his window, and he, he like beckons this old lady to come over, and he says, "Excuse me, love, could you tell me where?" And before he could finish, Mark Bland, who's in the back with me, puts a plastic bag over his head, and then just like leaps forward <laughs> between them, and it's like, "Oh!" oh, oh, oh. <laughs> like this, this plastic bag, <laughs> this woman's face was like, "Oh my god!" That is amazing. And the thing is, 
John just panicked and then just sped off. Oh, that is even better. <laughs> that is even better. And we were just like in tears because like this old lady, she literally thought like this, like this guy had been kidnapped, you know, with like a plastic bag. <laughs> that is Mark, incredible. Mark is, Mark is just literally going like this. But rather than explain it or say, oh, shut up or like, you know, like John just panicked and he just drove, like just sped off. And we were just like, oh my God, we're going to have the police after us. I mean, it was like so funny, but like we had no idea he was just going to do that. The irony of it was it was Terry Waite's (laughs) mum. Sorry. Sorry. I've just, I've just. Wow. 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 Now we're uncomfortable. (laughs) Why? <laughs> I said it. I should be uncomfortable. I just wow. Not as uncomfortable as he was, but I'm, like, I'm not go. editing that out. That's staying in. <laughs> good, good. But uh, that, that that to me that's the ultimate um, van story. So I uh, thank you. And Gary, um, obviously you're coming back after a, a, an absence, um, and you're bringing Big Ali G. So how how is the feeling in the Godso camp? Well, it's ironic that uh, Boss Fight's coming back, because I think the, the last time he was there, too, it was uh, Aranya, Ali G, and me got uh, propositioned by hookers uh, oh, on a yeah. side street there in uh, Southampton, I think. That was Chris. <laughs> yeah, it's not a proposition <laughs> when Chris... you know it, who it is. <laughs> Chris doesn't accept payment for sexual favors. <laughs> uh, that's, that's a favor for somebody else, right? <laughs> what? Okay. It's, it's, right. the way, it's the way he dressed up as a Eurovision Song Contest act. <laughs> Daria <Chicago>. International. <laughs> uh, yeah, this, this is a, this is a big deal for for my dad. We don't do a lot of stuff together as father and son. Of course, I got my own family, and you know, he's he's doing traveling with uh, my mother and all. But yeah, he uh, once a year he, he likes to go to one of the Joe shows, whether it be Assembly Required or whatever. And the last two years, I just haven't been able to do roll out roll call because of things and work and everything. And this year, he's like, "We're doing it," and I'm like, "Okay, well, you're planning it because it's after JoeCon, and I know I'm going to have any money after JoeCon." <laughs> <laughs> so this is completely funded 100 percent by Ali G. So nice. uh, thank him. So, yeah, yeah. We got to, we, we're blaming Ali G for this one. It's all his fault. <laughs> Actually, it's all his fault more ways than one. He is my dad, after all. That's true. Yeah, he yeah. made you. Exactly. My uh, mom would he, argue that, but that's okay. Yeah. That, yeah. <laughs> so they, there you go. I know. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, this will be uh, a change for the jury's in because I've always known the jury's in. I think everyone else has too. So yeah, uh, I'll, it'll be it'll be cool not to have to ride in the pedo van, pedo van, whatever, and my foot fall asleep in the back seat. You're getting picked up in the pedo van. Uh, okay, I'll be looking for the shag carpet installed this year. You'll be shagging in there. Don't yeah. worry about that, mate. Yeah, <laughs> but oh, it's, it's real cool that. Uh, oh, we've not <laughs> gone to Chris yet, have we? Oh, shut up! It's been real cool oh. that we can pick up a <laughs> I uh, shuttle bus. I need to ask airport. some questions, actually. Well, we'll do Chris. that later. <laughs> we'll do that at the end. It's easier it to cut out, Eddie. Forget oh, it. Okay. Never mind. <laughs> um, yeah. so coming back to Eric. Spotlight on you, Eric. What? Hacks product can you tell us about that will be there? I mean, what can you actually give us any details on that, or uh, is it kind of a is that something we we can't really discuss at the moment? Oh no, we'll have uh, a number. We'll we'll have just about we'll have all of the carded figures. Awesome. Um, in some quantities there, we will have the traveling convention exclusive of the Eternal Struggle or the Eternal Snuggle. The the Eternal Snuggle. Uh, is that your head sculpt, Chris? <laughs> it should be. <laughs> <laughs> with someone else's head sculpt 
we'll have a number of blanks and skeletons with us. Cool. Uh, we will probably have a small amount of t-shirts uh, for purchase and... Heroin. Heroin. We're going to be selling lots of heroin. Or is that, um, ironically... that's Vitruvian cracks, I'm thinking of, right? <laughs> ironically, that's the one thing we're allowed to bring in without paying a tariff. <laughs> um, good old American heroin. We got... <laughs> Made in Colombia. <laughs> yeah, I thought you got it from Mexico, though. <laughs> Mexico, Colombia, Venezuela. It's all the yeah. same. It's all south of Texas. It's all the same kind of figures down there. Um, well, we're going to build a wall, right? We're going to build a wall. No, no, no. We're going to build a wall. You're not. <laughs> we don't need to. We've shut our borders, apparently. <laughs> it won't be long before you're building a wall, too. Yeah. There'll this be a lot of walls. Brought to you by Eddie Inman. <laughs> The voice of the Tories, or Labour Party, or Lib Dems. He's the making thing is, the UK great again. The thing is, we, we we won't have walls or anything like that. We'll just like, put Eddie at the roads, and he'll just like stand there, like putting his hand up. Oi, you're not coming in here. Oi, get your f***ing house. Of course, of course, you can't come in here. Give the stick. Pass me that no. shooter. He's a, he's running our. Patriot program. You know, if you don't conform to those standards, then you're out. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Nobody I, passes. I I have a schedule lined up. Lots of questions to ask uh, the relevant people. You're like Gandalf. Um, is that a bit like the ones that you're going to ask Chris? Yeah, a bit like the questions I'm going to ask Christopher about Jocon and what Chris got up to at Jocon and who Chris spent time with at Jocon. <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> Right. Simon Flack and Joel. Adam Riches. Spent a lot of time yeah. with Adam Riches. A lot of time yeah. with Joel Elvis Rocker. Right. A lot of time with Simon Flack. Mr. McKee. Mr. McKee, yeah. of course. And Shalina and their lovely family. Right. And Jerrica, the most adorable child. Well, I shouldn't say that because there's a <coughs> child we know as well. <laughs> but, but then, but then did you. And did yours. You, uh, <laughs> Kate, did you... Katie. Did you go to? Uh, did you go anywhere else apart from Jocon, Chris? Whilst you were there, <coughs> I went to Fort oh, Morgan. Yeah, with Troy McKee. Um, yeah, that's so next to a fighter jet, didn't you? Yeah, with Troy and Carl. And yeah. Kate. <laughs> Who? Who? And Who? Kate. Right. Okay. Who's Kate? Chris. Um, we're not doing this, Eddie. This is not. <laughs> this is not happening on the f-ing podcast. <laughs> I'll for give a shout my, out, but I'm not gonna. Record, I'm not gonna lay bare the scenario. For the record, my daughter's name is Katie, so it's not my daughter. He's hanging on out wax, with. Whatever. <laughs> okay, back on track. I'm looking forward to meeting her, Chris. It's oh going to God, be, yeah. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> it won't be embarrassing at all. Oh. So we're all excited for roll up roll call. I know I am. <laughs> um, it's going to be bonerific. I mean, it's going to be awesome. Get yourself there. Oh, it, uh, actually, no, just very oh, quick. Oh, Dave's got another if, three hours to go. Brilliant. Go for it. If you... Merry Christmas, Chris. By the time this is out there, Hasbro you have until have the 4th of <laughs> July to book your room at uh, the Radisson Blue Edwardian. Um, if you don't use that link by 4th of July, then you will have to call in or email to get the special room rate. You won't be able to use the link. So you've got until the 4th of July. That is the 4th of July to book your discounted room online. It's not a very memorable date, though, is it? Not for you guys. Uh... <laughs> I'll never remember that. 
Dave. Isn't that the one uh, where Tom Cruise gets his leg shot off or whatever the f*** he was? Born on the 4th of July. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was yeah. in Fourth Gump, right? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Independence <laughs> Day, resurgence, yeah. Uh, also, Boss Fight Studios will be showing off our uh, Wave 5 figures. Wow. Roll out, roll call with uh, some very important news that weekend concerning their pre-orders. So. No freaking way. <laughs> We're very excited about Wave 5 and uh, beyond. Nice. <laughs> well, that's that's good. That's that's kind of, that's yeah, that's a good one to end it on. Um, so, yeah, make sure you get to Roll Out Roll Call or we'll send the boys round, um, which is basically just Eddie. <laughs> and he's, he's pretty gross when he gets inside your house. Right, so... <laughs> All right, then let's get our weapons. Yeah! Hi there, and welcome to another edition of General's Joe and Tell. In this installment, I'll be looking in-depth at the most recent FSS shipments from the club. I will start with Interrogator. I have been elated with some of the choices in the club's FSS over the years, as a number of characters that play huge roles in my personal G.I. Joe universe have been brought to life. Hit and Run, Viper, and now Interrogator have all been mainstays in my own stories, and I'm very happy to have the newest of those characters in hand currently. As happy as that feeling is, I must admit to struggling with some of the choices made in the design and build of this guy. The torso and arms appear to be from the G.I. Joe Retaliation Cobra Commander, a pretty neat figure, and those parts look pretty neat here too. His legs are from Arctic Destro in the Pursuit of Cobra era, and I have zero issues with those parts either. They give him a great bulk and some really awesome design aesthetics that are somewhat evocative of his vintage look, but also nicely updated. His head, however, leaves a little to be desired. The club chose to reutilize the removable helmet, which was okay back in 2010, but looks a little dated these days. It's covering the head from Rise of Cobra Sergeant Flash, which also doesn't provide a heck of a lot of excitement. Considering the club used the torso and arms through Retaliation Cobra Commander, I'm almost shocked that they didn't just use the head as well, since they should know it would fit, and I would think it would be in the same tooling library. If they'd used that head with a red paint on the faceplate, this figure would look 100% better. The colors are a classic gray, black, blue, and red, which makes sense when homaging the previous release, and the accessories are pretty cool too. A removable helmet, twin cattle prod baton nunchucks, I didn't think I'd be saying that word today, handcuffs, a pistol with silencer, a cobra knife, the smallest knife in a sheath, the Mars Trooper web gear, and a figure stand. The web gear is a letdown basically due to the bland overall nature, but the beauty is it can be removed. It disappoints me that I'm not blown away by Interrogator, but he's an okay figure, and at least we have a modern take on this interesting character. 3.1 out of 5 stars. Now we take a look at the G.I. Joe Collectors Club FSS 4.0 Billy Arbok, also known as Billy Kessler in the Devil's Due comic book. And they actually call him Billy Kessler on the file card. I'm not sure why Billy Arbok was used on the package, but who knows. One of the most requested fan favorites is finally here, and I'm glad about that fact. However, I do have some issues with what is one of the most interesting characters in the comics, and especially based on his appearances in the Devil's Due run. The club made some interesting choices with this figure. His head is a new sculpt, because it pretty much had to be, though it doesn't appear to be boss fights work. Most of the figure is based off the Rise of Cobra Snake Eyes, which is okay, I suppose, and that figure actually ends up being sculpted a bit smaller than more modern figures, so it makes sense for a younger operative. I will say the arms and torso don't blend together especially well, and the shoulders look very ball-like compared to some smoother flowing parts. Speaking of his arms, are the short sleeves that we saw with many figures throughout the Retaliation era, I believe, rounding off the t-shirt look. Colors here are very straightforward, with a simple black for the t-shirt and olive drab for the pants. 
They're plain colors, but match the comic look, so I can't complain too heavily. Overall, it's an effective design that is relatively comic accurate and blends nicely with the other POC era figures as well. They didn't load Billy up with too much gear, give him a submachine gun sword, grappling hook, and the same sheath strap that the original Snake Eyes had, which holds his sword, though just barely. Billy doesn't need a whole lot of gear, and the weapons he comes with here do make some kind of sense. I would have been coming at this review in a different way had the club ended their relationship with Hasbro, but as it is, we get a few more years, at least, with product and the possibility of an upgrade to Billy in the not-too-distant future. I like that they finally approached the character, and even though there's a lack of a wow factor, Billy is still a pretty solid figure. Four out of five stars. The Baroness has located the broadcast energy transmitter. Action Force can't stop us from capturing it now. They're off balance and undermanned. What we got in, we'll ask everyone what they got in. And <laughs> I'm... Freddy, um, we'll start. Um, Eric and Gary, do you want to get involved in this one? Sure. Sure. Eric okay, well, we'll start with the guests first, because obviously you're guests. Start with Gary. Gary, what have you got in in the last uh, since the last Full Force episode, which was about a month ago? I don't know. Jokon happened. Uh, <laughs> that, yeah. What did you get in but, the Jokon? Uh, I think we talked about it all. All the um, exclusives. Oh, Dave just fell off for some reason. Yeah. There he goes. Dave, it doesn't matter that Dave's not on. I don't think anyone gives a shit. <laughs> 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 We'd just be here listening to him talking anyway, so... Fair enough. You go, you go nuts, buddy. <laughs> oh, Chris. Let's see, um, I, I, at JoeCon, I also participated uh, with my very feeble custom skills in the uh, custom class done by uh, Mr. John Russell, and awesome. I have a, uh, a bullet man that's pretty cool, but <laughs> I have so much super glue holding together, I can't t t twist them at the torso. <laughs> I suck at customizing. I don't know why I did it. He he changed the rules for me. He said, you got to paint it to get the chrome helmet. And I'm like, damn it. Because he knows I don't paint my stuff, so I, why? Anyways, that that sounds like sabotage to me. Yeah, well, I had to I had to apply paint to you know to my figure for me to get the chrome helmet. That sounds bad. It does, doesn't uh, it? Whenever yeah, it you say helmet, it sounds pretty bad. Chrome helmet. <laughs> anyway, yeah. uh, you know, speaking of customs, I I do want to uh, uh, give a. A shout out to one of our, our regular listeners, uh, Bo Curley. Eric, you might you might remember back in Indianapolis when you had the custom uh, Black Ops snow job that you did, and he gave it to me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he he did another one, uh, a sniper snow job. It has a baseball cap on backwards and everything. Uh, oh, he did nice. for me, and uh, so I got I, I got right standing right next to yours. I'm, it, it looks wonderful. I'm very humble that someone would take time out of their skills and schedule and their time, whatever, and from family and work and whatnot to uh, to even make something very creative for me. I appreciate that. It means a lot. Uh, but other than that, uh, JoeCon was fun. I didn't really get a lot of stuff there. Uh, just I think I mainly got some books uh, from a lot of the guys that were selling books at the time. Went on the rafting trip, so I spent a little extra money to go on that, that tour. That was a that great fun, man. tour. I, I got uh, on my Facebook page, um, I got some uh, GoPro video. We strapped the GoPro to Katie, and uh, so she... <laughs> We figured the most likely to go overboard was Katie, so we wanted some action shots. <laughs> but she, she, oh my, she was a real trooper. I mean, for for being as young as she is, she she didn't complain. That was cold. She didn't complain about all the equipment she was on. She didn't complain. It was hard work. She was absolutely awesome. She was a real trooper on that. And that was a lot of people thinking you're just going down a river. But there was a lot of hard work there because we had to row and, and, and coordinate everything with the rest of the crew. And yeah. that water actually is pretty damn cold, and you're wearing a ton of equipment. 
and she did great. It was a fun trip, and that's probably one of the better tours I've been on at the club, and that was a little bit extra I sent at Joe Con, but that's really the extent of what I got in, and then the FSS stuff, and I'm waiting for the uh, the 13th to get here with the next two, so awesome. I'll be, uh, you know, once once uh, John gets his, we'll be spoiled on his feed, and I'll know right away who the 13th is, so. Awesome, and yeah, he always spoils it, doesn't he? Oh, he warns you. He's going to do it straight ahead. I mean, that's, I, 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 Appreciate the man stands by his scruples. <laughs> Sorry, it sounded funny. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so moving on then to uh, Eric. What have you got in, buddy? Um, let me see. I, I don't have much in... I didn't have much in the way of uh, Joe's coming in, but uh, the most couple of recent items that I got, I recently got a um, the Masterpiece Ramjet yeah. and Ratchet, cool. who are both glorious. Yeah, Ratchet's sexy. Oh, yeah, he is. And uh, I love all his attachments, like like the stuff that comes out of his arms and stuff like that. Easy, Eddie. <laughs> Just a matter of time. Uh, and then the other uh, recent item I got was uh, was uh, the Hot Toys Winter Soldier Nick Fury figure. Nice. He's really great. His eye patch comes off. It's not actually, it's not sculpted onto his head, but it's actually a, a, a separate fabric piece and he's got he comes with the sling and everything that you can put his arm in and cool. it's very cool other than that i've been getting into a lot of old uh dc trade paperbacks like old like 1980s stuff yeah so i've been getting a lot of that stuff in trade so i can reread relive all my my glory days of dc comic oh, reading before it went dark mm-hmm. <laughs> cool, the, the dcu ends at identity crisis for me yeah because it went all really, really dark. Yes, it did. Oh, God, that was so... I'm not even getting into it, because that was... <laughs> no, no, yeah. yeah. It was so over the top oh, and ridiculous and damn. unnecessary. I kind of... I think I liked it at the time, though. I was very, like... I think I think it drew me in with the shock of, of it all. Yeah, it was very well... I mean, the, it's not to say that, that that writer and certainly that artist are are very talented and amazing. It just, uh, it just went to a place that wasn't... Wasn't oh, fun. Universe. Yeah, it wasn't a universe I wanted to read about anymore. Yeah. Cool. Okay. And uh, Eddie. Hello. What What have you got in, sir? Since last episode. Certainly not what you got in. All right. Wow. That was awesome. He's good. Yeah, he's good. Isn't he? You didn't even realize you set that one up for him, unless you said it and you're like, "Oh, shit, here it comes." No, I I I do it for the benefit of the show. <laughs> You thanks, can tell thanks, yourself that. Thanks, yeah, Chris. You're welcome. Thanks, thanks bud. So, so is that what you tell yourself at the con? I'm doing this for the show. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Whatever keeps your mind off it, man. Well, I did a lot. I got a lot recording. of content. So uh, for the show. So. Sorry, Eddie. You were saying. No, no. Carry on. I've finished. <laughs> is we're that done. what you said? Was it? Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Finish, oh, benefit uh, the show benefit the show benefit the show uh, yep <laughs> right okay okay so uh what i've got in christopher is um i was uh, i was on the ebay and i spotted this figure this action force space force engineer which i managed to, to buy for five pounds nice and it's a prototype, yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, so I, I've, I've got that, and I've also you been. You must be uh, the only person that's bought a f-ing prototype for five quid. <laughs> I know. Yeah, yeah, but now, now, like five quid is like a million American dollars. <laughs> <laughs> it, 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 it is. It can. Uh, it has come down, hasn't it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, Eddie's part of that millionaire class now. Awesome. Yeah. yeah that, 
that the pound is worth less than anything in uh, like places like Nigeria, for Christ's sake. <laughs> it's not they have worth... princes there. You don't have to worry about that. Yeah, they they, they have email. <laughs> it's yeah. all right. That's civilized. Come on now. Um, uh... Right. Uh, and also, <laughs> what what else I've been getting in, Christopher? Lols. Hey, lols. Lols. Uh, I've been buying some uh, Rebel Alliance bags. Oh, yeah. Right. With the Rebel Alliance uh, emblems on, I, I, I seem to have this thing for it. So I, I have a rucksack. I've, I've heard of it. Um, I also have a bag. Yes, <laughs> um, I have a gadget bag, a toiletries bag. I've bought a shoulder bag, cap. Go. Yeah, loads of it. I just, and I, I just seem to have this thing for it. This fascination for it. Yeah. So that, so that's that's what I've been buying. Awesome, David. Progress. You have a sack too, Dave. No, I got a laptop. A little bold sack he's got. I got a laptop, and I am really having to adjust from using Windows XP to now Windows 10. And oh, my God. Oh, my God. It's so ridiculously complicated and backward and useless. It's unbelievable. Chris, you you understand what Dave says laptop, he actually means a pair of underpants. <laughs> this is true. This is true. So that that has been my main big purchase, um, which is actually really uh, a culmination of several family members for my birthday that was like back in February. I just hadn't had a chance to go out and actually just like uh, get something for it. Um, so that was very cool. Um, from JoeCon, I got... Uh, I, I, I'm not in a position to be able to like keep all the bits and pieces, even though there was a lot of cool things there that I'd like to keep hold of. I'm certainly keeping hold of Air Raid and then maybe one or two of the uh, figures from the loose set. Um, but everything else I have to sell to uh, help finance the, the, the trip in the first place, which is you know what I do, do each year. But at JoeCon, I got a gift from Mike and Rob Irizarry. Uh, they got me a gung ho, and uh, a, uh, the Sh- Crimson Shadow Guard set, which was really cool because uh, I, I didn't manage to get a gung ho first time round. So that was very cool. Thank you very much, guys. There and from Brian Kaufman. Those two guys are worthless. <laughs> <laughs> and from Brian Kaufman, I bought some of his custom casts. I got the uh, Ugnaught, so uh, little clear resin Ugnaught, which has got magnetic pieces, and then like a, a, a kind of a uh, neon coloured one as well. And with those, because they're all magnetic pieces, I can then swap them out for the Skeletron and the Kraken ones that I got last year, and then make yeah. a little little baby Skeletron or little baby Kraken, which is like really cool. So I got those. I also picked up um, James Kavanagh's books as well, which I'd held off for deliberately because I wanted like to make because they're crap. Because <laughs> I wanted to make up his sales <laughs> if he was to coming over for rollout roll call. Uh, but where that wasn't happening, I, I picked up both of those books. So other, really, it was like sort of people's personal projects, really. Oh, and Marauder stuff as well. I picked up one each of the new Marauder figures that were available at the show that were for the show, not just like the new ones overall, just the ones that they'd done for the show. So John was um, really cool and uh, put put together like a, uh, a couple of unique combinations of uh, figures uh, for, for Joe Con. So I got those, Brian Kaufman's figures, James's books, and was given um, a two-pack from Mike and Rob. So... Um, and a laptop with the most ridiculous 
user <laughs> unfriendly. All right, Dave. I, I don't do this for often. I don't do this often for people, and because it's my career, and I don't care how people work on their f-ing computers at home. I only care if my computers at work work, and I don't care other than that. But I will do you a solid, and I, I I can give you help on your Windows 10 machine. How about that? Oh, are you going to be my IT helpline? I, I can I can help you. I, I will be happy to help you. <laughs> there's a difference between because there's like my definition of help, which would be to smash the f-ing thing up. <laughs> well, that actually would help me a lot because then I have nothing to help you with. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's 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 so ish. You have to f-ing log into everything. It's like it's, why can't I why can't I just use something? Why do I actually have to tell you? I don't know if it's for like an anti theft protection thing or it's what. Uh, you can act I think you can shut that feature off actually, but, but it's mainly to to sync up your accounts on the MSN and Microsoft. So you can share your bookmarks across multiple devices and that type of stuff and then the cloud and all that. It's well, that improves it's, no it's way of the life. future. It's supposed to be easier. No, it doesn't. <laughs> So, Dave, how much porn do you already have on the computer? <laughs> Not enough. This is the problem I've got. <laughs> I, I can help you with that. <laughs> Gary will fix your computer, and uh, Eric will destroy it from the inside <laughs> out. Yeah. How big is your hard drive on that, Dave? What? That's not a euphemism. How big is your hard drive? I have no idea. That's a, little pers- that's a personal question. <laughs> not big enough. I have no <laughs> idea. No idea. If it's a terabyte, he has about a terabyte of porn. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> He's just over a terabyte of porn. Yeah, I have just all the porn you could possibly want and never watch. Amazing. Well, have, having that camera set up in that room last weekend for that was just like continuously streaming back into <laughs> the room that I was staying in. Um, that used up a heck of a lot of memory. Uh, you're uh, such uh, a uh, <laughs> What? I didn't say anything, but um, yeah. What were you filming? Uh, Dave? Um, well, it was actually the, something. It was the parachute drop. <laughs> something then, was being dropped. Yeah. And, and then the, the. So, what I got in? Um, the torpedo drop. No, we already know yeah. what you got in. So, I can't talk about the toys. Well, if you want to include that part, go ahead. <laughs> okay. So. Is it in, in box, Chris? Uh, <laughs> mint. What, mint was, in box. I got a bunch of. Star Wars Black Series figures, the Ahsoka, Luke Skywalker, uh, what's his name, Kanan, and Rey with Star- from Starkiller Base. Got that in. Also got Shockwave Masterpiece in. Absolutely amazing. Love him. So that might be my favorite masterpiece. I just the, the, the gun mode is so cool. Solid figure. Yeah, I love him. Ultra Magnus, which is just, again, mind-blowing. Yeah. Sorry, Gary. All right. They're just your uh, money. Just yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also, um, I managed to finally get hold of the first FSS sh- shipment, which I uh, lost a while back because I didn't update my address because I'm an idiot. But the the fun publications were fantastic about it. Obviously, Angie was great and sorted that out for me, so it came back, which was amazing. Obviously, the other FSS figures too. So was it Law, Nunchuck, uh, Interrogator, and Billy? I believe the ones that I got. In, in that time Woo-hoo, period. Billy. Billy. Then also, what else? Uh, oh, yeah, the Zoids masterpiece, Shield Liger, which is freaking mental. Ooh, I've, nice. I've, I've been attempting to... Li- I, I look at it every now and again to say, shall I start building that? Oh, no, I don't have a spare three days 
it is insane <laughs> the amount of stuff that comes with it I'm, I'm contemplating doing like a figure review type thing for it just to show people how freaking ridiculous it is masterpiece exhaust as well because i missed out on him uh, previously so i picked him up i also managed to pick up three lovely boxed mask vehicles uh switchblade from the leicester old Ooh. vintage toy shop uh switchblade in an immaculate box like absolutely perfection of a box my one was a little bit you know wasn't perfect so i had to kind of get that um manta and raven as well in like really good condition um so they're yeah they're absolutely gorgeous the four classic collection teenage mutant ninja turtle movie figures the new ones that came out got them from in demand toys thank you nick and mass and then on top of that i think that's it from that side of things and then on obviously on top of that the gi joe exclusives the box set all of that beautiful beautiful stuff from joe con and also from chris neal i purchased a street fighter shadow Lou sealed boxed headquarters the gi joe street fighter one which is just freaking mental managed to get that at a good price that's being shipped back he always has great prices oh yeah big time big time and there's more marauders task force as dave mentioned um i jumped in on him with that one and got four of the uh convention exclusives four of each of the convention exclusives that he had uh, they're amazing. I've actually, I've actually put them all. To, I've put most of them together, and I'm, I'll start taking pictures and stuff. They're really, really quality. And other than that, oh yeah, James book, absolutely. Um, the finest calendar as well. I picked one of those up at the show, showing that show my support as well for those amazing that amazing crew, John and Joe and uh, Scarlett and Mary Mercenary cosplay and all that crew. Also, big shout to Roma Collectibles as well, Kenny and uh, aaron and uh, sarah all those guys love them word burglar uh saw him that was amazing that's that that's was, the, i didn't get him great. in that was great but we are gonna we are working on a collaboration together <laughs> you're like this eddie i'm gonna be beaver and he's gonna be backstop because he's like the canadian oh guy <laughs> we, oh wanted to, we wanted to we want you are so I'm, joking so i'm gonna be beaver <laughs> so i'm gonna be beaver um can you can you be split beaver yeah of course i can and will cool. um i picked up a real i picked up a couple of things off adam riches as well um the street fighter Eight. 2 <laughs> yeah i'm about to say AIDS. um got a bit of a clap um he's, Thank you, he's riddled Thank absolutely you. he just riddled. laid it right out there and who was gonna snatch it first it was eddie yeah there was a lot of snaps involved yes um, Could you guys rename this segment "What Didn't Chris Get In"? No, <laughs> it would be quicker, wouldn't it? Um, yeah, my wife. Does, uh, the... <laughs> <laughs> That's what you think. Um, hey, hey, hey! I'm just well, kidding. I love you guys. <laughs> what else did I get? There was something else. I can't remember what else I got in. It doesn't matter. It's, it's irrelevant. Um, I bought a lot of shit, and I should stop. Really, that's that's <laughs> it, pretty much. We've reached the end of the what we got in segment. So now we're gonna do Party shout sucks. outs. There we go. So we're getting to the shout out segment. I've just got to get a post up I did a while back because I'll forget everyone's names, and it's gonna be a long, long shout out. Um, so we'll start with if if any of you guys have shout outs, go ahead. Ah! Done. <laughs> Thanks, Eric. Everybody, I had the chance to. Sp I know Chris Never was going to go go into more detail, but everybody who I had a chance to talk to at JoeCon, uh, if it was for a few seconds or for more time that you were comfortable with, 
I thank you. <laughs> I, I, I'm, guessing the, I'm guessing you the beautiful. latter, Dave. It, yeah, probably was. To um, make things to make things easier when I do this when I do this shout out thing, if I don't mention somebody, then just mention it on our Facebook page or something. Let us know, and I'll I'll shout you out on the next episode, and that will just make things easier because the people that don't listen to it won't know I haven't shouted them out. So perfect. Uh, I'll I'll quickly run through the list. Carl Hansen, Bill Nedro, Danny Soler, John Golombiowski, Katrina Sarisaranya, obviously, uh, Tracy Eisenhower, Diana Davis, Troy Osgood, Don Mao, Kobe Brown, David Lane, Kirk Bazigian, Wes Ferguson, Dave Proctor, Andrew Franks, Aaron Dietrich, Mindy Delia, Dalton Hubbard, Nicole, Nomads Damon, Gary Goggleshead, for, you know, obvious reasons, Eric Ridlon, Thomas O'Mahony, Kate Kirkwood, enough, Duncan Basura Blanca Hubbard, Troy McKee, Cullen Davis, Tim Erickson, <laughs> Ellen Sue Clark, Mike Irizarry, Sean Amadeus Harker, John Armijo, Dan Klingon Smith Jr., Dustin Hubbard, Rob Osborne, Corey Stinson, Gary Godso. Dustin hey. Hubbard got twice, didn't he? No, that's Dustin and, and Dalton. It's, it's uh, Utah uh... Jay Russell, Eric Neal, Gandalf Clark, George Greeno, John Cremians, Gerald Maniz. Adam Riches, Adrian McCarthy, Paige A. Wagner the Fourth. I love that, and Greg Wagner, Wag Bros, Lock Bisping, Lock Bisping, or Loke Bisping. I've never known, and I don't care. I'm just kidding, Lock. Bestman Security Guard. <laughs> Debbie Boyd Godso, <laughs> Troy right. Perkins, Terry Wheeler, Eric Aranya, Joe Colton, Kevin Bourne, David Bishop, Sarah Root Dietrich, Shalina McKee, Troy McKee's mom and dad, Jerrica. Karen Greeno, I might not have mentioned, and Giles Greeno, their child, who's also adorable, and Katie, yeah, God so, and uh, there's more um, Michelle Cremians, and Did you get D Beish, D Beish, there's the infamous D Beish, there's tons I haven't mentioned. Jeff Strobel was another, and David Bishop, and there's more Joel Elvis Rocker, Simon Flack, Ben Conway, uh, Jay Taylor. How could you um, not remember your house, uh, your roommates? David Tree. I just did. Uh, <laughs> um, Justin Bell. Oh. Brian Savage. David Lane. Terry. I said Terry Wheeler. Pete Sinclair. Oh, Mark Webber. Daryl DePriest. Joel McMullen. Damn, there's a lot of people. Patrick Stewart. Patrick Stewart. Uh, Jared Chris Murray. Patrick um, Swayze. Patrick Swayze. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, there's so many more and I apologise profusely uh, Joe Harry Colton uh, you got Joe you John got Joe. the Roma Collectibles crew Kenny and Cousin uh, Kenny. Aaron and Sarah and Scarlett and Elvin Simon Theodore, and Theodore yeah. uh, Greg Berger Kylie uh, who else is left Greg Berger uh, Greg Berger that all that all kind of I lost you for a second. Could you could you go through that list again? Yeah. Larry Hammer. <laughs> Larry Hammer, yes. James Kavanaugh. James Kavanaugh Jr. Oh, Don't wow. tell me I missed him out. Noted author. Don't tell me I missed him out. You piece of shit. I'm editing that so it makes it sound like seamless. <laughs> uh, you got the word burglar. Oh, word burgs. I kind of uh, shouted him out already. Carson. Word burglar. Carson. Oh, God, there's so many. Let's call. Let's shout out Robert Atkins because he couldn't make it. I think that's everybody, but not because there's definitely people I've missed out. Let's draw a line under it there. And I apologize to anyone I haven't mentioned. Like I said, send us a message. 
and uh, I will shout you out in the next show. Apologies. All good? Right. <laughs> so that brings us to the end of another great show. We hope you enjoyed it. Thanks to my co-hosts, Dave and Eddie, to Justin Bell for giving us the news and reviews, to Gary Godso and Erica Ranyu for joining us for chats and fun. And Bye, you... my stuff, and roll out roll call. I don't want to take it home. <laughs> and to you, the <laughs> listeners, both of you, full force. <laughs> right. Shooters right. a man. Done. Out. Peace. Cheers, Chris. Bye, Chris. Bye, Chris. Bye, Chris. Bye, Chris. Bye. Bye, Chris. Bye. Bye. I definitely yeah. missed people out there, didn't I? Like, oh, Chris. yeah. Yeah, Dave was one of them. Yeah. <laughs> Dave doesn't count. Yeah. So. You got Kate. Yeah. But, but, but missed out Simon and Joe. Like, that says it. Those guys will be hearing that out. and they'll, they'll, they'll be raging. They'll, raging like, Spoon! Ah. Raging. Oh no! I have to start again. Unbelievable. <laughs> I, I, you know, come to think of it now, I, I've got a feeling there's a million names that I haven't said. Kirk? Kirk Bizigian. I did say Kirk Bizigian. Yeah. Oh, Colton Bizigian as well, his son. Yeah. Adam Riches. Yeah, he's Adam, Adam Riches, yeah. He's got age yeah. They get, they, they've got <laughs> enough shout-outs. <laughs> I got the clown. On the streets of Philadelphia. <laughs> from Orlando, isn't it? Um, I think that's it. Screw it. <laughs> Screw it. Oh, dear. You've got lesions on your neck and stuff, Chris. Yeah. Brilliant. Well, thanks, guys, for coming on as well. Appreciate it. It's all right. Not you, guys. I mean, <laughs> Who I think have hung up. It's always, it's always fun. Plus, I don't have to edit it. That's true. I've got such a fucking job on my hands. Like, this is, <laughs> this is like four hours of just the worst <laughs> thing I could possibly have to do. And now shall feel my wrath. Oh, I could get a real kick out of that. What the bloody fool blazes is going on? Full force. And now you shall feel my wrath. Oh, I could get a real kick out of that. What the bloody fool blazes is going on? Goodbye and thank you for listening to The Full Force.